0: listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Look, man, I don't know what the fuck you've been watching this week, but it definitely wasn't Raw or SmackDown. Both of them, one losing 200,000 viewers from last week, the other one setting a record low for its motherfucking viewership. Well, a lot of people watched Halftime Heat during the Super Bowl. Also watched the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about all of this. All of this, motherfuckers, and more, this week, as we...
2: Are you ready? No! I said... Or...
0: going to do that. He don't need Giannetti. Damn. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy.
1: Austin 316
2: says I just whipped
0: Good
3: night. They, think they got the answers, I change the questions.
2: Oh, it's true. It's damn true.
1: It is damn true. You are listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring.
4: We are your in-crew. Nick the dick.
0: The king of wrong style, Smitty.
4: Current champ again, is that correct? Yeah. Whole fucking Joe. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. I can uh, always get screwed.
4: That was
1: hilarious that all of it came back to fuck Smitty and his stupid ass. I'll take it. Woo! <laughs> 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 so, man, uh, there's a little bit to talk about this week from wrestling. And when I say a little bit, I mean really a little bit. Nothing really major happened on Raw or SmackDown enough to keep anyone really awake, uh, there's, man, it's it was bad. It was, These are bad. So basically, there's going to be a lot of discussion shows. Obviously, we're going to talk some Becky Lynch. We're going to talk some Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. We're going to talk Daniel Bryan's new belt, all this stuff. A lot of stuff we couldn't get into last week. Because we had that wonderful interview with uh, Evolve's own A.R. Fox. So we have a lot of discussion to have this week. Luckily, SmackDown and Raw didn't do much of anything to change this discussion. Other than a suspension to Becky Lynch. And, you know,
4: Austin McMahon 5. She's suspended on Raw, shows up on SmackDown. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So let's, we'll start off with this. We little got into it a little bit last week. Uh the Royal Rumble began with Becky Lich tapping out to Asuka. Then, three matches later, she told Fit Finley she wanted to go into the Royal Rumble. Alana. Because she deserved it, apparently. Fit Finley, the ultimate authority figure that he has been portrayed to be on WWE television, gave her the go-ahead to get into the ring. At least in, in that one circumstance, he was. Right. So Becky goes in, she injures her right knee, which then is taped up never for the next coming two weeks. As a matter of fact, they brace up the left knee and proceed to put up this story that Becky was injured and the reason she doesn't want to go to the doctors is because she doesn't want to get screwed out of a WrestleMania match. But But Triple H says on SmackDown that... He maybe she doesn't want to go to the doctor because she's faking the injury and she will actually be cleared to fight face Ronda Rousey and Scared. she might not be exactly who she says she is. Joe, you weren't here last week, so I kind of want to start with you. Becky Lynch tapping out going into the Rumble and now this whole storyline. Do you feel like her tapping out hurt her? Doesn't matter if she tapped out or not because the fans are still behind her or what, in your uh, estimation, sir?
4: Um, I think with this product today where basically the curtain is completely pulled back, uh, I don't think it hurts her too much. I think it actually should if if uh, Kayfay were more of a part still of the business. Because, I mean... I said it in the chat. Everyone wants to compare her to Stone Cold, right? Like, she's the new f- female version of Stone Cold. Dude, Stone Cold would have never, ever, ever tapped out ever like that. Ever in the middle of his, when he was white hot like that.
0: When 13.
4: he was, when he was, he passed out.
1: Yeah, I was like,
0: I eat. Yeah,
1: but at, even at the same time, but she, but Stone Cold would show up the night after he was suspended on SmackDown. If he was, suspended yeah. Iran, you know, he'd show up on. But r- I do not, they could have ended that match.
4: A million she could have got pinned, she could have I don't
0: think a pin would have been safer,
4: yeah dude she you know she could have passed out like stone cold s style um there's a million different ways they could have ended them. I just don't understand when you take a she, clearly your your hottest talent, your most over talent in the entire company, female or male, and you tap her out right. at the royal rumble and the that was the first match right Opening
1: match yep. yep.
4: You tap her out in the first match, a clean fucking tap to like. And and I love Asuka, dude, but she is nowhere. She's not even half as over as Becky Lynch right now. They got to kill on momentum. Asuka, Asuka could have won her. that match by a pinfall and came out looking great still. Like, I don't think the tap helped Asuka any more than it would have, like, if she would have won by a pinfall. I think it's more of just like. Like I am, like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck would you make her tap? Why? That's right. just dumb. It's dumb. Um, yeah, I'm not, definitely
1: not arguing that. Someone asked us, on uh, said, do you think Becky needs to put Ronda over on at WrestleMania? Uh,
4: no. I mean, no, I don't think. I don't think either needs to put either over. I think they could write it either way, and it would be okay. I don't understand really, like the hate that Rhonda has been getting from the fans lately. I, I really don't understand that at all. I get that like Becky's their guy or their man or the girl, whatever. Right. But like the man, dude, what's with the fucking heat that Rhonda's getting. Yeah. I just, Becky? I just don't get it, man. I really don't. Yeah. I don't understand it, it at she's all. Almost... Smitty. What do you think? Should she
0: put over Rhonda or should uh, it be the other way around? Um, at this point, because the fans, it, it's it's like kind of the, uh, like Daniel Bryan and Faye, Like Becky mm-hmm. is who the fans want. Right. You, I feel like you got to give the fans what they want at some point.
4: Yeah, I feel like especially the way Ronda's getting booed. If if Ronda, won, like,
0: no, if Ronda goes over, she's going to get Roman heat.
4: Yeah, she, if Ronda gets goes over at Mania, she's going to get booed, and so, a lot of the fans are going to feel like it's a fuck you to them. Yeah,
0: It's like no, she's going to start. Like if Ronda goes over, she gets Roman heat. Let's be honest. Yeah, I
4: don't, I don't, I still don't understand that, but.
3: Whatever. Nick, what do you think? Um, well, I, I kind of agree with Smitty. You know, going into WrestleMania, I think um, they talk about WrestleMania moments. Rhonda's had a WrestleMania moment, and you know, she had a WrestleMania moment in uh, last year. Go last ahead. year, you know, her her very first match.
1: So her first match in the company period, her yeah,
3: debut. You know what I mean. So um, to put to put Becky over, then I think it's that's the right way to go. Give the fans, like you guys were saying, give the fans what they want. You know they want to see Becky have that title back, and you know. So you either get a deep by
0: WrestleMania thirty pop, or you get a Roman Roman heat, a Roman heat. All right, so end Smitty,
1: this. her tap. So same question that originally was asked to Joe about her tapping out. Is this affecting her negatively? Do you think she should have passed out or been pinned instead?
0: I, I agree with the pass out or pin, uh, the clean submission. It does nothing for Oscar. And when it comes to Becky, it just makes Becky like she she she's a quitter.
1: So wait, you're saying it doesn't – both of you said it does nothing for Asuka to tap out the – obviously the most popular star uh, in the women's division. It does nothing for Asuka to make her tap – to make Becky tap out?
4: Because what, I, what's yeah, it done? what's it done – and I know it's just like a week or whatever after, but what's it done to further her story so far? So far there is no other story. Exactly. They, 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 and, but, but that doesn't mean... And I, I kind of understand why they had uh, Becky tap out. Because, you know, Rhonda's a submission wrestler, so it shows that, like, okay, Becky can be tapped. Ronda can tap her. You know? Right. I get that. But, dude, you don't... You just don't do that to your hottest fucking star. I, I don't... You don't... You just don't. I don't I'm sorry. Think- especially if, if it's a baby face or even... Uh, a, a, a character babyface. Antihero. Like what Becky Lynch is, whatever you want to call it. You just don't do that. You gotta keep at some point, dude, you gotta keep these people looking
0: strong, man. A clean tap does make Becky look a little bit weaker than they than she should be as white hot as she is, as a baby face. Well she's an antihero babyface like like they try to build like Austin. Cause when I was younger and I was like a complete stone cold
4: mark, dude, <coughs> if uh, if he would have done that like in his run, like, before he turned heel at Mania in his second match against The Rock, if he'd have done that, like, somewhere, like, right when he was at his hottest point and, like, when I was the biggest fan of him, dude, I would have been butthurt, man. I would have been, yeah. like, it, w- it would have tainted my image of him. You know, it would have, like, kind of, like, degraded his legacy with me and my mind a little bit if he'd have done that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if Becky is as over with some of the fans as, like, how Stone Cold was over... With me when I was young, then how could that not bring her down a notch in their eyes? Like it weakens her. Like if if you're trying to buy into the you know the, the campaign, man gimmick, if you're trying to buy into this shit and suspend your disbelief and, and believe that she's the badass, well, badasses don't tap out. Period.
0: And, and holding whole, this whole
4: the man is, gimmick you is know, still just John still Cena's like mentor. never fucking tapped out.
0: Yes, he did. He tapped uh, Kurt Angle, and he's uh, yeah.
4: uh, when he first
0: started. Yes. Yeah, so who else did he tap No, he's, he's tapped out other times. He's tapped out other times. He's Maybe t- just as of late when he's been putting guys over. But no, earlier when he was still a doctor of thugonomics, he's tapped a couple that of times. That was
4: before he was like the face of the company. Did he tap out during his face of the company, or other? Okay, but oh. hold
1: on. So are you saying you're, you can't be saying that Becky's the face of the women's division? For sure. What? The hell no, sorry. No
4: oh, man, come on. Ronda she's, she's the most over thing in the women's she to the, the most fans over. of the WWE.
1: Yes, I will one hundred percent agree with you that she is the most So over. you're saying that I'm Stone Cold saying, was in the face
4: when he was like, I'm saying, saying Stone his run. Cold
1: also got national media attention. Becky hasn't. Charlotte has. Ronda has. Becky is known for the WWE fans. So if she's not getting the national media attention, she's not the face. She should be. I mean, Ronda and R- came and with national but, attention
0: beforehand. Okay. What, what national Charlotte attention Flair's, does Charlotte really have? Charlotte's
1: had. walking media row Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yep. And she's also... You're not
1: seeing fucking... You didn't see Becky she, do that. I
0: don't know. Fe- Charlotte, Charlotte's featured in Sports Illustrated, ESPN magazines... And stuff like that. Yeah, well, you know what?
3: It, Becky will get to that point if she if she goes it, over Ronda on, at WrestleMania. Agreed.
1: And, and her going over Ronda yep. at WrestleMania will definitely sense. put her into that area and put her into that. But as it stands right now, Becky's still being built as the face of the the national face of. Then the why would division. you
4: want to tap her out? That's I'm not, not arguing reason
1: this. To not I am tap. not arguing not this. Tapper. I agree that her tapping out was the dumbest thing that the WWE did for Royal Rumble. Yeah, basically. They oh, tap, no. They tap Finn, too. They Finn, too. But, look, I agree that tapping Finn was bad, but it's nowhere near as bad as tapping. If you're not trying to push Finn to the moon, but you are trying to push Becky to the moon, the, the fucking main event of WrestleMania, Dude, those are the that's two, why it's worse.
4: They, those are the top male and female hardest pushes going into the Rumble, and they tapped them both.
1: I'm not arguing. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> insane
4: to me. That's just, like, literally insane. But
1: tapping Becky is worse than tapping Finn. They're both bad. I agree. I agree. But if we're <laughs> they're be- both really bad, honestly, I yeah. think. So, Nick, this going on for Becky, her being suspended, this new uh, wrestler versus the authority thing, which wasn't supposed to be what WWE was getting into anymore with this fucking change. <laughs> yeah. We're not the authority. This we're going to sit back and be unbiased and we're not going to run this shit. And now all of a sudden, they're controlling shit and being the heel type mentor at times. It feels like everything's going right back to the opposite of what they promised. Is is this good for Becky Lynch to get into a storyline where Triple H and Stephanie are kind of not fully against her, but, you know, playing, look, you have to go to the doctor. We're not saying you—Triple H definitely went more heel oh, smackdown, sure, but, you know, but Stephanie was just all medical with it. Does this hurt or help Becky in her shot shooting her to the moon?
3: It's tough because a part of me sits there and looks at it like the the whole authority figure getting in their face, not no, I'm not going to go to the fucking doctor. You're not going to tell me what to do. This that and the other. It reminds me again and I'm going to make that comparison. I'm not saying Becky is stone cold. I'm not saying she will do the same things he did, but stone cold versus Vince, Becky versus Triple H Stephanie, the authority figures. It's kind of going down that same path. So, as a a fan that's seen that and been around for these multiple eras, I'm kind of like, "Here we go again." This is a little bit stale. Yeah. But for the newer fans, the fans that may not be aware of what happened in the past of Stone Cold, I think that could appeal to them. You know, it's it could go either way.
0: I think the only the only new aspect that it is a woman versus the authority. That is the only new aspect going into this whole angle. Before we continue.
1: Let's just go ahead and open this uh, growler of beer that we have right here. Uh, I stopped off at Rustic yeah, Leaf. I'm Brew- going. I got the DTS going on. Over here. I'm sorry. I'm Shake, sorry. I, I was thinking sh- about it too. I got I'm, the really, I'm really fucking thirsty. Uh, <laughs> I stopped off at Rustic Leaf Brewing Company uh, up in Waterford last night, and a good friend of mine, Doug, he owns it, and bought us, bought us a growler of their amber ale. He said it's their most popular, so we should each get some of this, have some tasty num nums of it. Just pour the fucking beer. I'm That's
4: usually what I like. Like. Amber ale, I because I, I, I'm i a fan of like a fat tire. Yeah. And that's an embryo. I, I fucking love fat Tire That's usually. Take one down, pass it around. But I will uh, drink. Got it. Thanks, friend.
3: You're welcome.
0: This mini doesn't know how to pour beer. Oh my God, this smells really good. I know.
3: The first thing really when
0: good. I popped it open, it was like, oh, the first thing that hit my nose. I don't know how. I've I never had to pour out of a growler, so I can't really tell you. It's all right. You more. suck. It's fine.
1: Nick, what do you think? You're, the, right. you're a craft beer expert.
3: I like it. Yeah? It's solid. A little Good. malty. Yeah. Got a, like a little and I'm a earthy seasoned. feel to it. Nice.
0: And I'm a seasoned drinking enthusiast. Right.
3: Rustic Leaf.
1: Yeah, Rustic Leaf Brewing Company. You guys can follow them on Instagram if you so feel. Uh,
3: delicious, delicious. Very clever logo on this growler. You've got the leaf kind of in the shape of, a, shape of the mitten. You yes, know? sir. I'm liking that, yeah, slide That's
1: it in the, the center so everybody can fucking see it yeah. right in front of a mic. There, I uh, you oh. can even put it pa- past the uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the hand sanitizer, push it forward. Yeah, there you go, beautiful. Um, so yeah, let's all right. So Becky's in a fight with Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, she has. Physically hit both of them. Uh, Stephanie, definitely much more of a physical altercation on Monday. But Triple H, more of the verbal destruction of her, calling her a coward, saying she was afraid. You know, definite definite heat put over face. He dug into
3: her hard.
4: Yeah. (laughs) He was definitely... Trying to play the heel. He took a dig at the crowd, too, you know?
0: Right. I said, this doesn't concern That's yeah. like, you. Know, like, That's like I told Charlotte, this doesn't concern you. Shut your mouth. Yeah. So, so, Joe,
1: I'm personally at the point, you know, Nick was definitely in the middle. He's like, he sees how the younger fan can see it, understands that. Where are you at with this? Like, is it just you're fucking
4: done with this? Let's see. We've seen this all before. It's not just Stone Cold. They've done this with every. Oh yeah, they've definitely. done this with every like. Top. They've done this with like Cena, Daniel, Rain, Brian. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Bryan,
0: Daniel Bryan. But last, Brian was the last time this angle was actually over, though. But the, here's the thing, though. It's not that the angle was
4: over. It was. It was. That's because with Daniel Bryan, it was like real. I mean, they really didn't want that. That was 100. Yeah. percent,
1: Yeah, and
0: I think I think even Becky, even in that promo with. Uh, with Steph, she kind of threw some of that Daniel Bryan kind of thing in there, like this. I'm the monkey. I was never part of your plan. I'm the monkey wrench. I really plan. don't
4: think they held Becky back the way Dan, Daniel Bryan was held
0: back. I, well, I agree with that 100.
1: I will also say that da- Daniel Bryan became a monkey wrench because of the fans. Becky Ry- Becky Lynch has become a monkey wrench because of her because of WWE's accidental fuck up. You know. Uh, and yes, the, what do you mean? The, the, so the, the eight-second loss, eight loss for the uh, eight-second loss for Daniel Bryan is when the fans were like, "No, we don't want him gone." Yeah, yeah, I, right. So that definitely I, started. That, dude, I,
4: I watched it. Right. I, I was, that was, was mad. Missed. That made me fucking mad. So
1: Becky Lynch, I didn't watch WrestleMania that year. Actually, I turned it off. Becky Lynch then became this heel character in things that she was doing, but it was because the fans at the same time were like, "No, she's due." Why are – she should be the one that you're pushing. Yeah, the fans wouldn't let her turn heel. Right, and Daniel Bryan, like, it's the same thing. They tried to turn him heel. They tried to put him in different things. And the fans, at least this time right off the bat, WWE kind of recognized it way faster than Daniel Bryan. Because with Daniel Bryan, he was in Team Hell No, he was doing tag team stuff. And it took a long time for him to get up to, I should be the fucking main event of WrestleMania 30, right? Yeah, I mean, because he was – Fucking over, over, over for a long time before that. This is uh, TLC. Uh, When no before TLC, yeah. uh, Summerslam was Summerslam when she when she
0: turned on Charlotte.
1: No, yeah, Survivor Series was yeah. So it was was Summerslam. Summerslam. She lost the belt. It was it was the triple threat: Carmella, Charlotte, and Becky. Becky didn't win the belt. Charlotte won the belt. And then post that, so WWE then gave her that title. A month later. Took it away from her. Made made sense to take it away from her because it's always better for your baby face to chase. And they're propelling her into the main event of WrestleMania. They're doing... The opposite of what they did with Daniel Bryan. They're like, nope, fuck you. We're going to keep going this route. And they were eventually forced to... Ch- I mean, when you boo Rey Mysterio out of the fucking building for coming in at number 30 <clears> in the <throat> Royal... Re- Rey Mysterio, ultimate, I can't get any fucking worldwide, heat. So yeah, he worldwide. got fucking worldwide.
4: heat. babiest of baby faces ever. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Around know, the fucking world. No matter the, where he goes. The
1: whitest white meat baby face of all time. You know, like. Like, so, he, so you got him booed out, booed out of the building at Royal Rumble. And that's when they were like... All right, maybe we got to do something here. And then Occupy Raw, so on and so forth. But WWE fought the fans. This time, at least for this instant. This instant. How come they still fought the fans with Roman Reigns? Well, we're we're not talking that right now. We're So, I know. so just, this instance with WWE, they realized that the fans were jumping on Becky's bandwagon. And slowly but surely have been putting Becky in this white hot spotlight. The problem is, now it's come to a point where they people are worried... And some people are hoping, some people are against it, that there's going to be now a triple threat match. Because let's all be honest, we all figured it What's was Charlotte versus Ronda. I mean,
0: was it was it the whole Survivor Series incident? We got uh, it. Feel, it was appeared the Survivor Series was originally supposed to be the whole Becky Ronda thing, and that was supposed to be the end of it, what, right? And they were supposed to do Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, Ronda I mean, for Mania.
4: I don't even really see that as being an issue. That, Charlotte that being should, in the match, yeah, yeah it should be a great match. I don't know,
0: I think she adds something to the match. I think yeah. it would be a horrible <clears> idea to put her in the match.
4: Really? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like Becky be- has serious beef with both of them. I I'm mean, not arguing that. Why? Why not let her get her come up so on both of them at on the biggest stage of it you all? You got two. Mu-
1: you got two months to build this. Why can't she get come up? It's on Charlotte on the way to getting over on Ronda. Because
4: you just said why?
1: Because you only got two months to do this. But in two months, you can have a match with her against Charlotte. You can have her fight well, Charlotte. She's suspended right now. She's kind of th- th- yeah, but, <laughs> I'm, but what I'm saying is, you got this elimination chamber pay per view, right? Then you got Fastlane. Fastlane, Becky should be able to fight Charlotte for the number one spot. Fastlane's in Detroit too, isn't it? Not
0: that no. I know. Not, are you sure about that? Yeah. If it is, all fine. let's all find, Get some.
1: So maybe you you do some
0: googling. That's what I'm doing. Well, uh, that
3: that would be a great road to WrestleMania for Becky to help get her even more over. Right. You oh, know? you know what? I think mm-hmm.
4: there's a, a there's a live event. It's a live event. Yeah, it was okay, a live yeah, yeah. match. That's it was March right night. after
1: NXT. So anyway, Becky does. I I feel like if you put Charlotte in this match, right? You are. I, I'm not saying it'd be a bad match. I'm not. I'm saying that if you're really trying to prove Becky is your number one talent, and you she's the one you're going to go with, putting Charlotte in the match. Kind of one seems like it pulls away from Becky, like, okay, look, you're really good and Rhonda's really good, but we're gonna put Charlotte in here because we feel this is gonna make it a much more a much larger main event than just you and Rhonda. They
0: feel it feels like it's pulling away from it. What? The fast lane, we can actually make it as in Cleveland. Okay. It's in Cleveland.
1: Are we going to Cleveland for Fastlane? Mm-hmm. No.
4: i <clears throat> maybe.
0: We'll figure out. I probably hey, so, wouldn't
4: even go to Detroit for. <laughs> I live in Detroit. <laughs> well, funny, not, well, not going. So
1: I feel like I feel Why like it's like
4: it, 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 it's a mixed message, right? So, I understand what you're saying. Like it's, it's like we okay, we know you're over, super over right now, Becky. But we still kind of don't have faith in you. We're gonna put Charlotte in there just to assure that this match is gonna be a success, you right? Know?
1: And, and that's and I feel
0: like. Charlotte also takes, it, but I guess I, it just
4: doesn't bother me as much as it would bother what? people that are more invested. I guess in the product than I right. am. On, to me, it doesn't bother. Okay, but I, I see where you're coming
0: from. From a WWE standpoint, putting Charlotte in a match also takes some heat off of Ronda because you still want to push Ronda as somewhat of a baby face too. What, what, what does it matter if you're?
4: I, how are you
1: pushing? I see what it, he's
4: saying because the way Ronda's getting
0: booed Ron, right we, now, whenever it, could, comes it up. could
4: take some some Roman-esque type, you know, crowd. True heat it away would take from Ronda cancer to
0: get her cheered for, over Becky.
4: <laughs>
0: it would just take some heat off of her. It was like Charlotte in the match takes heat off of Rhonda. That's one thing that they probably do want. They don't want these fans like taking a Roman turn on Charlotte. I don't I mean, want on, that. On, on I don't Ronda. get that.
1: I personally think that if, if Becky goes over Ronda in the match and then shakes Rhonda's hand, that fixes that. That fixes any of the because then Becky's just like all of a sudden Charlotte was cheered out of the fucking building when Becky gave her the hug, right? It was it was the Becky rub because to the fans, Becky's your number one. So if you give Ronda the handshake or something like she appreciates the match, that negates all that. But, I, want, I want a Becky rub. Right? But <laughs> the fucking match it itself.
3: Think <laughs> right? about WrestleMania 18,
1: right? Think about WrestleMania 18, Rock versus Hogan. I was there. There was a double turn in that match. The chance, unplanned. The fan- yeah, unplanned. The fans booing Rock out of the building, cheering for Hogan, and Life Hogan started crazy. doing all the old stuff. So yeah. then, what they did mid ring, sw- that match was done on the fly. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way you By knew two that was absolute
4: a- professionals, right? That both did. They both. Just went with it exactly, and the crowd itself was that hot and that hype, hype, for that match. I know I was there; you could literally feel the electricity in the building. It's, it's crazy. No so, pun intended. So if you're uh, no, no pun intended, I'm dead serious. If
1: you're then taking uh, putting another person in the match with this trip to make it a triple threat, I feel like it's one you're dividing the crowd further. Because then Ronda is going to get some cheers, and you're not going to get the true uh, adulation for Becky. It's not—at the same time— No, no, Charlotte takes all the heat
0: at that point. What are you talking
1: about? Charlotte can't ever take all the fucking heat. Charlotte gets slightly cheered now, too. I'm saying you go one-on-one, Ronda and Becky. That crowd is 100% divisible. 100%. They are going to boo Ronda. They are going to cheer Becky. Any they they, they kind
4: of got like a, a Rock Austin problem right now, and and the uh, which isn't really even a problem in the women's division. They got right. some major fucking stars. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Rhonda, Charlotte, and Becky. I mean, that's that's kind of that's right. the equivalent of of what you know Rock and Austin were.
0: Rock also well, well, to yeah, their mankind the, in the middle of there,
4: right? You know, that's <clears throat> on a scaled down female version of that. But that's kind of what that is. I mean, you got some major fucking stars. All operating at a high level at the same time. Right. Now w- at the same time though, I think Charlotte could go at Asuka again. That's what I was just thinking. So what do you want to do if you don't want to put uh Charlotte in there and I see why you wouldn't. So what do you do? You you put Charlotte, Charlotte with Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. That's obviously the Charlotte Oscar too. It was such a yeah, great the match. Rematch. And Oscar go. goes over. I got no, Charlotte, pro- I got yeah, no problem. Charlotte's Teflon right now, dude. You yeah. Charlotte
1: putting Oscar over even more? That's Solidifying that title as well, yeah, even dude, further. Like, like
4: her dad, dude. Rick could lose all time, dude. He's yeah. still the fucking, fucking man, Teflon, you know. Yep.
1: Yeah. So that's my thought process: is you don't want to take. I away got from no this problems man. with that. See that like if say, they booked got, it that way. That's also, fine,
0: absolutely fine with me. You only got two months on SmackDown to build another heel in that female division on SmackDown. Vega could be a, 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 a Vega could be a solid heel. Oh, I think Vega's just kind of a put people
4: over a person unfortunately as much as i like her
0: i was was like you got enough time she's i
4: mean she's super small even for a girl that's so
1: stupid why smitty you want me to tell you why that's stupid how much do you hate the fodder that people feed to brock lesnar how much do you hate when people are you put someone into a match that you just know they're gonna fucking lose you put if you're building Vega as a heel and then you're killing her like that, it's no different than what we feel how we feel about Finn right now. Does did anyone care about Finn and Bobby Lashley on Raw? Nope. No. No. It's no. because but did you care about Finn the week before Royal <laughs> Rumble? Did you did
0: you like the way their build was going? I liked the build was going, but I also knew it was fodder at that point.
4: I know you thought Finn had a chance, but I'm, I'm with so many. I, I was like, this is just. Yeah, you two are the yeah. only yeah. ones. That you are me. the only two that. Meet for the rock. fucking grinder.
1: Okay. Nick, uh, the the build for Finn. How, how did you feel about it before Rumble?
3: I, at one point, I, I had a really good thought in my head. Like, man, maybe he is going to fucking beat him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't pinpoint a single moment that made me start thinking that way. Because at first, definitely I was like, fuck. Man, do I want Finn to win this? But there's no fucking way he's yeah. gonna win this. And yeah, that week before that go home show, I was like, ah. I never at
4: one shot. second. I never <clears throat> one second believed he was gonna win ever. Not during Which the match. Fine. Not before. No, not
0: I, not ever. Not during the match. No. no. I believed it was gonna be the same thing. Like, it was how go- long it was,
4: was that match? It was uh, eight minutes. Eight minutes.
0: Eight minutes. It was so was, did you believe Daniel
1: Bryan was gonna beat Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series? No, but I was much. So, see, uh, oh, hold on. Your opinion, no, he, though, he, is incredibly fucking jaded.
0: Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> that's okay, no, so, no, so I'm jaded was, by this whole company. So, <laughs> my thing was, I, I figured he was like, it was going to be a face version of that Daniel Bryan match. But it was uh, when I saw it with a Finn, I always figured that Brock was going to go over Daniel. But it would have been Finn been playing more of a face of uh, what you thought Bryan would have been if he was still a face at that point. Daniel Bryan,
4: too, wasn't built up like a, a David vs. Goliath type. He was almost like a last-minute replacement for AJ because of that quick title change. Yeah, but AJ was a last-minute replacement
1: for fucking which, gender the year before. Which was
4: great, and I never thought AJ was going to win either. but Not even during the match? No, man. It's still made for a good match, though, and they still, both of them told a good story. And even Finn, with, you know, going after the diverticulitis injury, was still. That was probably the smartest thing anybody's done in the Still relatively no good story, but it it still hurt Finn, and I still never believe he's going to win.
1: I 100% feel. And now let's go back to what we were talking about earlier him tapping. Joe, when, again, again, we're going to start with you. When Finn was caught into that Camaro lock, right? When, after they tried to pin him, where did you. Your thought process on this, of him tapping out, did it
4: completely kill this character for you? I was... For anything in the future, for a good while. You know what? As a fanboy that I am of, and, you know, Finn Balor is the type of wrestler that I, as a person, would be a fan of, you know, creator of the Bullet Club. He comes from the background that I like. He's the type of guy that I like. So, as a f- fan of that type of person, watching him tap like that, and I just said in the ch- in the chat... Like I can't remember the last time I saw Brock tap someone, and you came up with some insanely long ago. Oh yeah, it was real, like Triple H, real stat. And I was like, Jesus, I didn't even think it was that long ago. Ch- uh, Triple H, but H- so he, so yeah. When he when he tapped, I was seriously like, what the fuck, man? Extreme rules like, right after he lost. I was to like, like, what H-H-mania? especially the way they pushed him so fucking hard going into that match. I'm like, and then you tap him, like oh man, it's just if I had hair, I would be pulling it out. Seriously, <laughs> like it. it's just every time I feel like the WWE can't do anything to like they can't
0: fuck you ass, disappoint anymore?
4: me more or dumbfound me more. They find a way to make me be like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and it's like,
1: I don't know any other way to articulate it. I, I can't argue that because I'm with you when I don't even I, Finn was the my mark boy. That was the one I marked out for. Every fucking raw. Fucking every found the fuck- bullet club, dude. dude. Every time I was like, Man, he definitely I feel he needs to be back back in this title picture, or at least need to put like a mid card title on him. And then you pull him out of that, out of a mid card race because he was already doing stuff with Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley yeah. and yeah, all you know, of Rose. them in the fucking yeah. in the in the mid card mix. And I was like, look, that's fine. I get it. It's a big boy's territory. But Give in the fucking Rumble and have him go face Daniel Bryan at goddamn WrestleMania. That's what my thought process was, because he which was already make, Which would make for an excellent match. Yes. Yeah. So then they, so they go, all right, no, we're going to fucking rocket-strap this boy to the main event, and we're going to have him face Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. Even better, right? And, right, which is great. <laughs> him tapping— No, fuck you, fanboy! I, I, I fully agree. I, I agree that him— <laughs> I agree that him tapping— to Brock Lesnar, hurt his character more than Becky Le- tapping hurt her character to the fans. But I don't feel that it was a
4: worse tap because you're still not pushing him anymore. So yeah, because let's look at the two weeks following the Rumble beef. He got his ass fucking handed to him, or the two the weeks straight. Last the, the, two Raws yeah, no, the Monday, say. the Monday following yeah. Rumble, the two Raws, not week. two weeks. He got his ass fucking handed to him by Bobby Lashley the night after. Mm. Which I don't know what the fuck that did. I mean, I know what it did for uh Lashley, it gave him his heat back. Yeah. Uh what it did for Finn, I don't know. Except make him look even more weak. And to put him right in that title, car- and title then race. The, the next Raw, he's supposed to fight Lashley, but instead Lashley has him fight Leo Rush. And he beats hell out of him right before Leo and, Rush, and, Rush and match starts. Right. But then and then the, and it was a great match, don't get me wrong, but Leo Rush, who's he like hundred and thirty pounds taken like over half that match from finn baylor who just wrestled the beast and now he's like getting his ass kicked by someone who's even smaller than the beast and finn it you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i don't see how any of this is helping finn baylor at all okay the only
1: thing i can give you on that one is finn's injured as fuck he's you know what i'm saying so i understand it doesn't matter well (laughs) dude if you go let me ask you a question all right who do you think could kick your ass? Just name somebody.
4: Probably anyone on that goddamn roster. Right. I'm no so athlete. So let's say let's say Finn Balor, right? Well, I mean, I'm kind of an athlete, but not to their level. Okay, but, but okay. So let's say you were at
1: Leo Rush's level, right? You're About the same height. So we're gonna go with that. You go to face Finn Balor, who's badly beaten up already. Don't you think you already have an advantage by like going at like it's the same reason why Finn went after. Brock stomach issues because you know there was an injury if somebody goes which in was a, the bright
4: point of a shitty fucking match, match. and ending yeah to me that's a, I, but that's a, so, that's so a they're playing
1: up. into the fact that Finn was injured that's a chronic disease too so it's something that but, can always be attacked Okay, again it doesn't matter Smitty we're not talking about that you give somebody an Achilles heel right so someone fucking attacks it and that automatically gives you an advantage if you're
4: going after that fresh something freshly injured, okay, fine. So it's somewhat logical that Leo Rush took as much of that match as he did, but still, how is any of this helping Finn Balor?
3: I feel like it's leading up to we had this discussion, I think, on last week's show, a consolation, another consolation, prize. <laughs> <clears throat> because like you truth? had it's just delayed. So, like, you know. Finn's gonna get his retribution after you know he kicked Brock Lesnar's ass for a good chunk of that match. He really right. did. He took it to him, and then he's gonna get his ass kicked a couple weeks in a row. He's injured, whatever. But now he's earning that IC title shot against uh, against Lashley, maybe at Nation Chamber, Fastlane, whatever. I think he's got a shot at taking that title. And then they're like, "Okay, well now you feel better. Okay, you didn't. We we strapped that rocket on you. We still gave you something. Yeah." The delayed you know. consolation.
4: Mm. Oh, you tapped to Brock, but here's the IC belt.
3: So, yeah. oh, he, like, R two so with the US title. So, if he takes the IC
4: <laughs> title, bre-
1: all right, oh. let's just let's just let's go with this. Let's say he takes the IC title. Does it redeem him as a wrestler to you after him tapping out
0: to Brock killed it? Start with Smitty. Uh, it just puts him in like this. I look at it like like we still think you're good, but you're not that good. This is like like Nick said, it's a consolation prize. At this point. And you, I don't want to look at the IC belt as a consolation prize. Well, Finn's obviously a workhorse
1: on that roster, right? Yeah. Because that's what the t- IC the title is. I said
0: originally he work, the workhorse There's title. a reason
1: he had the most wins of any superstar in 2018. You know, he he had some of the most matches. probably wrestled more. Yeah. But, but again... Most wrestled a lot. I'm not, I don't know if he Which had the most matches. Plus, your point uh, is he's the worst. Seth, Seth, Roll, Seth Rollins had the most matches last year. Okay, so then Seth Rollins is now going for the Universal Championship. Finn Balor, close in matches, but definitely had the most, the winningest wrestler of 2018 in the WWE. So, him getting that title, I while yes, I feel I can see everyone's consolation prize, but I don't feel like him getting that title. Will make it makes the IC belt a consolation belt. They're still putting it on somebody who busts his ass for that company. I you said it's validation for everything he did through your prior. Right. The problem is you killed him at the Royal Rumble.
0: That's why it looks like a consolation. Okay, so Joe is,
4: you you know, we all want to suspend our disbelief, but we also know that, you know, it's a work. And the problem is if they were to do it that way and put the belt on the way that you just described. It's basically it, it is kind of a consolation. It, it's basically the company saying, like, look, we like you, we think you're good. You're not. You're, you're not too, great. Man. You're not the guy. You know, here's the yeah, I see, medal. But you're not the guy. You're just not okay. But is that how you felt about Kurt Henning? No, I didn't. I felt like Look, Kurt Hennig got screwed, and a lot of guys back in that era got screwed.
0: Okay,
1: so who's the
0: Hulk Hogan right oh, now, oh, oh, man? Oh, oh,
1: hold on, hold on.
0: Because so, it ain't fucking Brock Lesnar. Well, it was Hogan and Michaels at that uh, point. Listen,
1: Balor takes this belt, right? It's similar to just like them giving it at the IC run for fucking
0: Mr. Perfect. I, I want to get, okay, get that. I want to get that. Roddy Piper. Got, I say more yeah, Piper like that. don't forget- when they all like WWE likes to push the fact that Finn Balor was the inaugural Universal Champion. You like to push, like, WWE announcers push that every time he's, he's on camera or in the ring.
1: Because right now it's his only claim to fame
4: in WWE. Yeah, I, I, he's really never gotten true redemption, rematch, re you know. Yes, he has. No, he was fought out of the fucking Reigns.
1: It d- doesn't matter. The dude had two fucking Universal title matches after he lost that one, a third now.
0: But in matches, you Do, knew he was going to lose.
1: It doesn't matter. You can't say he didn't get his fucking rematch. Do you really think He, he has- got his rematch. He got his rematch. If he had another match for the Universal Championship, definitely more than once he had it, he got a rematch. Now, he didn't get fucked out in that rematch. He lost both times. He fucking tapped, and he was pinned. He got a rematch. You can't say he didn't get a rematch.
4: Saying he didn't get a rematch means he didn't get. He a He had to earn his way into that Brock Lesnar title match. So I that, agree. Th- that's not like a rematch from when you know he had to give up the title for not losing it. But he said, st- "No, actually, he did. He didn't. He we're his fucking way into the Roman Reigns match. Roman won
1: that fucking belt and walked Roman out of RAW the next day. Walked out of RAW the next him. day. You're right. And said because this man has never gotten a true rematch, he can face me." So, if you're saying that he just needed handed to him, he got it handed to him, and he worked his his ass way up for it.
4: The company has never came back in a storyline and said, hey, look, we owe you a rematch because you never officially lost the title. Oh, we owe you a legit run. So... Roman Reigns felt bad for him because the company didn't do that and gave him a shot. Okay, and then he earned his way into the Brock Lesnar match. But Roman Reigns is the poster boy for the company, so
1: them. Oh, getting- come on now! That you're now you're you're grasping at. Okay, actually, I'm not grasping at straws because the bottom line is, if Ro- Roman coming out and saying you have a rematch is the same fucking thing. He as didn't say com- that. He
4: said, "I'm giving you. You're the first one that gets a shot." Okay, and then he beat him that fucking night. <laughs> That's not like he's saying. You, This is for your rematch, for your shoulder injury. But he he's saying, had a fucking rematch. Finn, I'm a face, and you're a face, and you're over, and I'm over, and the fans would love if I gave you a shot right now. That's what this is.
1: But he didn't deserve it? Of
4: course he did.
0: So he got it, and
4: now we're saying he didn't. But it's not for that wow. reason from the fucking company. I, I, I feel like you
1: just want to be mad and say he didn't get a rematch, even though he's now had two matches for that universal title. He's Maybe had matches
4: three. for the title, but they weren't
0: from that fucking night, from having
4: to relinquish the title. Do you understand so what I'm saying
0: here? So, Roman ge- just giving him a match. That's the company saying, like, let's just get this out the way so fans and stop, get off, get, get off our backs.
1: But it got it out of the way. <laughs> it, it, you're telling me if they're just, saying— Do you we, understand what I'm saying, Smitty? I understand what
0: you're saying more than Mikey is at this point.
1: No, I get what you're saying. You're saying, oh, it's Roman, it's not really for this match, but yes, it was. Did you not? The, the promo that Roman said was the man's never had another shot at it since having to give it up. So, but if He's, someone That's else, why
4: I'm giving him the first if shot. If someone else, if a heel was the champion at that time, a heel didn't have to give him that shot. The shot would have never came. It never came from the company. It. It's, in that case, okay, okay. What happened how does this? nothing come from the company in the company? Okay, okay, how about this?
0: That's the case. Of, we're, go, if the title
4: holder is issuing an open challenge or whatever, he can pick his opponent. That's not like the company's booking the match, or it's not like I'm saying this is real or whatever. It's not like the company came to fucking Finn was like, "Hey, man, we know that like you did nothing to lose this title, completely out of your hands. You had to relinquish it due to injury. Now you're back. You're medically cleared.
0: Here's your fucking title shot. That never happened." I.e. Daniel Bryan when he bo- when he had to relinquish both the WWE Championship and the IC Championship. I'll agree that Daniel's never gotten another shot. At it's just, just, just like randomly. a thing we
4: we're it's, a, it's almost like a, a continuity thing, you know? But
1: Roman said that in the promo before he gave him the shot.
4: You're not following... I am
1: following you, but Roman Roman you're... T- Roman is saying that on his
4: own, not through the company. Roman is saying that as a title holder... Because as a title holder, he's got some stroke and some power, and he. So you're saying can, because, because it was open Roman challenge.
1: and not General Manager Kurt Angle at the time, whatever the management
4: was, it was Kurt Angle, whoever doesn't matter.
1: But so you're saying because it wasn't Kurt Angle that said it, it didn't come from the company. Basically, yeah. I feel that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life.
4: That's a little much, but
1: uh, in regards to that, like it's, it's like the most ridiculous. I don't think you listen
0: to drunk me. <laughs> it, it's, what? Uh, I that means he probably does not listen to drunk me. I yeah, definitely yeah. don't listen to drunk me. Yeah, because I <laughs> feel like there's a
4: lot more stupid shit than that.
0: But that's it, it, it's that's you're saying
1: I was grasping at straws. I feel like that's the major grasp at straw I've ever heard.
4: I, it's not even like it bothers me that much. I'm just saying he never really got a true fucking rematch for fucking losing the fucking title. That he never really lost. That's all I'm saying. His rematch was him being fodder to the range. Yeah, that's all. It doesn't even. It's not like I'm fucking losing sleep over this shit. I don't really don't even fucking care. I'm just saying it doesn't make the most. It doesn't make sense. Like he never really truly got
3: the true rematch. All right, it's like. Well, it's almost kind of like when WWE does something. I'm gonna really pour fucking some stupid. of your friend's
4: delicious growler.
3: <laughs> It's like when what they do they something want? really stupid. Beautiful
4: biscuity malt flavor <laughs> into my red solo cup. Uh, you Maybe think it'll
3: flaky biscuits or more home style. Ugh, flaky for flaky? sure. Okay. I want some
4: flake. <laughs> you know, kill some more brain cells on top of the already most stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life that I just said, which I think still is a little strange. Well, no. I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's more graphic straws than anything in this conversation. Because <laughs> I went back and listened to our shows. <laughs> some of the drunk shit i said. Jesse says, uh, He's they, 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 talking about they taste like Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> like red lobster biscuits? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Those are delicious. I got, got a fam. Fucking red lobster you biscuits. You got a fam
1: ain't you cheddar biscuits, granddad? Oh my God, yes. Give me more. <sighs> Can I have some? Please, sir. i have some more. Some more?
0: Some more what? Uh... Okay,
1: all right. Let's just let's on. move, on. move on. On. on here. But back to the original question. And you know what? Let's let's have not just Finn Balor as part of this Let's also put the revival in this. The revival on Monday won
4: a four another title
1: elimination shot. match to be, get another title which shot, which was
4: actually a good match.
1: Agreed at the Raw the Tag Team Champion. Yeah. Okay, so they won that. At the same time, all of us look at the Revival and go,
4: yeah, whatever. They're,
1: you don't care at this point. Right. So, Revival. You're, you're, you're
4: just not vested anymore. Finn yeah. Balor becoming
1: an IC title holder at, say, Elimination Chamber. And maybe next week. I don't. They, did they announce it's next week that Revival's having this Raw tag title match? I right. don't think they announced it. They announced not think, announced it. I don't think they announced okay. it yet. So, probably let's, pre-show let's show just, let's the just say Elimination Chamber. <laughs> right, then, yeah. right? Pre-show. You're so, probably right about that. <laughs> okay. Elimination Chamber. Balor and the Revival both take the titles that they're fighting for, right? No, I don't think. Do. Balor you takes it. I think a battle will take too so fast. Shut enough. up. Listen to my question. Balor and the Revival both take the titles they fight for. Does that make you believe in them again as wrestlers in this company as they're going to, they have stock again? Or do you still go in the whole. I don't care mode. Nick, we'll start with you.
3: It puts a little bit of belief back in. It. I I would say more so for uh for the revival. Yeah. <laughs> um I like the idea of Finn as the IC title. There's a, there's a title holder. I've gotten a I've I've gotten behind the revival a lot in the last uh in the last few months. I mean, they haven't had a ton of great matches, but I've learned to really appreciate what they're doing in the ring. They're great wrestlers. Come they're mighty the brain busters. They're, they're, yeah, their teamwork is awesome. It's old school. They have that old school vibe about them. I think they'd make great champions. I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know? Um, Finn Balor, I, I'd be happy to see him hold the title. I think, and this is, this may be a stretch, I think it'd be interesting to see Finn take the IC title, go with it to SummerSlam, and challenge Seth in a in a classic rematch from a couple years ago, Seth versus Finn at SummerSlam for the Universal, they're going to do it again if Seth beats Brock and put title on the line versus... I see title versus Universal title. So him,
1: one of them can be a double champion? Yeah. All right. Uh, Smitty, your thoughts on... Do you feel... Does it put stock back into the, the team and Finn
0: if they win respective belts at Elimination Chamber? If they win respective belts at Elimination Chamber... The revival um i'm not'm I'm kind of a, I, I, it's kind of a 50/ 50 on them because what do you do with them as champions do you actually build them as really good champions because you've already built them as shit fodder pretty much uh, they, they have they have decent matches but you don't really do anything what, let me ask you a question what do you mean by fodder fodder for who they've they pretty much they've pretty much been the pure fodder for the current Wait. champions right now. With screwy finishes and all that shit that goes in between, they've been hokey. They've been hokey as Dean Ambrose booking. Okay, do you know what fodder means? They don't care about you at this point. You're just there. Okay, okay to, so to, all right, so yeah, so
1: you think that they no, no one cares? So do you think then if they win that they're no longer that they're
0: gonna there's some stretch to them being there now? about so things. I don't know if they're going to build them and use them as transitional champions, or they're going to use them as legit champions.
1: So a win would not automatically put stock back into them for you. You would have to see a no. build. Okay, I'm
0: that's all I want to know, Joe. But you, you really have to ask me about the Finn thing. Okay, so. yeah, Finn thing. Go ahead. The Finn thing a little bit more because, like, was it, even though I felt like it's a consolation prize. The IC belt does still have the prestige back on it. It depends on how long, how long of a run they give them as well. So again, the the, the win we'll,
1: itself wouldn't do much. You would need a build post that. Yeah. Okay. Joe, what do you think about?
4: Uh long story short, no, I don't think it would do much for me on either case. Especially more so with the revival. <clears throat> they, really? Yeah.
1: Then finally getting the raw tag team titles and you would be uh, like, Bet fuck yeah I really still don't care.
4: <laughs> yeah, just
0: the uh, tag division is shit, too. the ta-
4: a, the tag division the tag division is fucking shit. That's a good point. Has been for a long time. Uh, and be like, you've already just embarrassed them, humiliated them, beat them every which way from Sunday. Like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. I mean, <coughs> you've revived
1: them. Okay, that's fine. Now, <clears throat> playing off a of Smitty's point, Joe. If they then gave them a good run, let's say they even got a win at WrestleMania, still they, re-
4: they would—no pun intended here—they literally have to revive the tag division in itself too. Okay, for but, this to work.
1: So, you're, if they gave them a good run and a good win at WrestleMania, still holding on to the Raw tag team champ, let's say WrestleMania,
4: <coughs> does that then—is this match mean something or is it fucking pre-show that you know like? I, is Look, there any stock honest, whatsoever in the tag division at all? Can, can I be can, honest? I, I care about The pre-show doesn't
1: weight. fucking matter to me. I don't care where you are on the card. If you do a good match, you do a good match. I don't give a shit. There's fucking... The New Day have I been get that.
4: amazing on the pre-show. I know that. And as a fan, I agree with you. But the problem is, the arena's mostly empty during the pre-show. And me and you may not care whether it's on the pre-show or not. But the fact of the matter is, is there is not nearly as many eyes on the pre-show as there is on the main show? I feel they screwed the cruise the, weights. No,
1: no. Don't put words in my mouth. I feel they screwed the pre-show up once. What with Neville and Aries? No, not even put. Not where they put anyone on the show. I feel they screwed the pre-show up once with, by having a match before. The crowd could get in, mm-hmm. and it wasn't so much them. I, I don't they remember do, what it was. They it may do it a lot, man.
4: A lot of those pre-show matches, you look up in the seats.
1: No, eighty percent of them are empty, man. Now, now you're seeing like these two-hour pre-shows. The first match doesn't start till the end of the first hour, so the majority of people are in now. <laughs> man,
4: I'm not saying they they're in st- the seats. Uh, but- these past few pre-shows, they've been starting <laughs> having for matches pretty freaking early, man.
0: Let's say about 45 minutes in, give Yeah, dude. Yeah, the end of the first hour. That's exactly what that's, I said.
4: So this pre-show str- That's like 5.45 in the afternoon, dude. Like, mm-hmm. That's early. I guarantee you there's a lot of people not in their seats by then. Joe, but you'll fucking watch a seven-hour goddamn New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 2. Honestly, as a New Japan subscriber and watcher, I really only watch the whole show for... Wrestle Kingdom or Dominion, all those other undercard matches, I like the multiple tag tag matches, dude. I'm not watching that. Okay, I'm not arguing. I'm, that, I'm skipping but what right, I'm saying is the I'm young have right been in past, some of those matches. Uh, sometimes, yes, more so not. But they've been there, especially later in their New Japan run. They were in the more main event matches. But again, they've been there. But either in way, the last I'm year sit- and a half, I'm sitting here as a fanboy, Mark Indie guy, saying, dude. I skip past that shit too on New Japan, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done with. I'm over it. I get time for it.
1: What I'm, I'm not arguing that. But what I'm saying is, I don't feel it lessens the value of the match by them being on the pre-show versus.
4: I disagree. It's less eyes on it on a pre-show. It's a whole lot less eyes. And and like I said, we're fans. We appreciate the match, the product, the the talent. And that's why I said the Cruiserweights just screw being the, on the pre-show. A, there's a lot less eyes, and B, the consensus, especially, do view it as less than. Okay? They do. Even the company does. That's why they put it there.
0: I think the Cruiserweights would be putting on some of the best matches on some of these cards, and they always are confined. How many times have we said we thought
4: a couple of the best matches were on the fucking pre-show, and yeah, like I agree. nobody fucking saw it? Which
1: then kind of goes against the fan then, doesn't it? Because if us as fans no, are watching especially
4: it. live fans sometimes you can't get in the arena that early i've been in like for wrestlemania 18 actually i was in line for like an hour and a half
0: dude hell a cell when it was here i was still in line trying to get and to we were there by the before the, pre- the
4: show started like and i we i didn't get in until like after van damme and regal wrestled you know like it's not
0: always that easy like you know yeah the last pre-show match was when this one alpha was still together that was, um, or something yeah. like that. When, well, hell in a cell. And that's when I got in. I got in until, like the the end of that match when I finally got to my seat. And that was at the end of the pre show. Right. So, he, he was I gotta agree with Joe when it comes to the live events, and not all of us are in our seats by the time the pre show ends for these live events. I'm not
1: arguing that. I, and, but, being able to go back and watch it, I don't know. I've then again, I'm the type of person that has gone back and rewatched an entire then, fucking pay per view. Like, what, what am I I'm,
4: like? Like I'm, am talking about when I was at WrestleMania 18. It took me almost two hours to get I understand back. it. But there was no there fucking was no network back then, and no real pre show then either. But I'm saying, even with the main show, like I still kind miss of? some of it, even though I was there before it started, just because it was so you know the line. Did the you pack. say there
0: was kind of a yeah, pre show? They had a pre show on, on WWE.com.
4: I don't remember that. Yeah, me either. Uh,
3: now, as a subscriber, let's say uh, pre show starts at five, but you're doing uh, something, whatever, and you get home. Are you going to start the pre show from the beginning at six see, o'clock? Yeah. Or are you going to start and at i I'm night? like
4: yeah. a completist. I would. Yeah, I would, yeah, and, I would too. I, I'm yep. like fast forwarding through the panel shit, trying yeah. to catch all yeah. the interviews sure. and all the matches. Yeah. Fast forward to the panel, interview, match. Like, yeah. I'm trying to because, like, I'm like OCD like that. Yeah. I feel like if I miss it, then I'm like, ah, it's gonna bother me. No, or, I agree
0: with you. I, that's and that's I, how I am. As and a so scrip, that yeah, makes it hard. That no, makes, I'm a drunk. I played a drinking game with the with the. With the <laughs> it the panel. makes it
4: difficult, you know. When when you have that mentality and you do want to see everything, and you're like, fuck, man, you guys are making a lot of work for me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like God, you guys, you guys, it's it's almost arrogant. Like you guys expect a lot of. You're taking up my fucking time here, man. A lot of it. I, I, you
1: know, I am of the same belief that there's a lot of people that wake up to watch a seven hour New Japan Wrestle Kingdom that bitch about a seven hour WWE Royal Rumble. At the same time, though, I also am of the same, the ilk that I'm bitching about a show that went to midnight rather than a show that I woke up at 3 a.m. for that goes until 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Because then I still have the rest of my day. Now you're cutting into my sleep. So, uh, I'm all right with a 7-hour show
4: as long as that 7-hour show doesn't fuck me. And honestly like like Wrestle Kingdom is always on January 4th. So that could be a Wednesday, Thursday, it doesn't matter.
1: No, I thought it was always the first Friday of the-
4: No, it's no, always it January, January 4th. 4th. Oh, okay. So, um that's and that's not like you know, you don't have to work as hard to like put yourself in a bubble for you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like okay so yeah it aired at three in the morning on Thursday, all right. Well, me and my buddies are gonna watch that shit Friday night at seven, and not really have to worry about miss like getting spoiled on shit. You know what I'm saying? Or missing the or the show the next. Although there is the uh, and then we're watching it, and then we're watching it on demand. You know, and we can fast forward and rewind and do whatever we want. You know. And yeah, same thing with New Year's Dash. I, I understand what you're saying. It's like they're raw after mania. But same thing, like New Year's you're not like worried about like that's not like all up in your face, like right. how WWE So all right, we got way it, off topic. Back yeah, to I know. That's fine. Sorry. Uh, but
1: it was kind of my fault. I kind of steered it with that. My take on revival and Finn Balor and I am actually in the exact same boat as all of you them winning titles at Elimination Chamber or even if the R- Revival wins it on Raw next week. I'm, I'm sitting back going, I don't care. This is, this is a quick Band-Aid you're trying to put on something. Like you're trying to put a Band-Aid on a gushing wound that needs stitches. And I don't feel that Band-Aid, just like on a real wound, will do anything for me. That's a good description. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel they have fucked the Revival. No pun intended. No,
4: I, I I agree with you, 100. and I feel they fucked Balor that.
1: as well. I I feel that tap out at Royal Rumble, re, him you not going, oh, him not going over. I don't give a shit if it was a pin. Anything it I still would have been better it, if
4: it was a pin. I I think uh, after that, like six F fives, you know, yeah, made him I look think, strong. You know, I think a
1: tap is worse oh, than it's anything. A lot worse. But not giving him a win. Did he even take an F five? No. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, no, he, he reversed the even. F5 he, to a DDT. I yeah. don't even think he took one. Dude. No, he, he reversed No, yeah, he, he didn't take an f he, he reversed the F5 See, to a DDT. The, the Kimura
4: lock happened after...
1: Uh, the coup de grace.
4: If he'd have taken even like an F5 or two and then tapped out, he'd have still no, but, looked stronger, dude. He reversed the F5. That's Can what I mean. ask you a question, though? Would you have believed
1: Finn would take an F5 and kick out? Y- Joe, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah? One? Yeah. One? Okay, Smitty, yes or no?
0: One, not two. Nick? Yeah one see i don't think so
4: see you you could be right because they have been pushing the one f5 the past few matches but i think they did that on purpose because the previous matches before that people were taking like a shitload of them and but what i mean what my thought process on it is i don't as far as stature i'm talking about body wise yeah they did a they really did push that tail the tape heavily Uh, right you know the hundred pound difference almost i think if he would
1: have taken a f5 he would have had to take a pin. I
0: feel if you're trying to well, suspend... Well, I would have been Disney. happier
4: with that than a tap out.
0: I think a lot of people would better with that, because a tap out is literally saying, I give up. Yeah, dude. You quit. You fucking you quit gave up. A, you, during quit. A, you quit the fight. You quit on yourself.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. It, it, Becky Lynch <clears throat> quit on
4: herself.
3: Before and it was she quick. Went, it was quick. Before, yeah. yeah.
1: She wasn't even
4: in that hold for a long time.
3: Yeah.
1: Both of them weren't in that hold for a long time. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Raw and how it ended there is a you guys finally watched this right by the way Mm -hmm. okay yes or no we'll start off with this nick have you ever seen a tag team match end because the person who was legal hit the person that wasn't legal therefore that team got disqualified
3: no because just yes or no nope
1: smitty no joe (laughs) no Joe, how long have you been watching wrestling?
4: I'm not going to give my age away here. Fucking tell away. Since 1984.
1: Okay. 83. I think you kind of gave your age away by saying the fucking year.
4: 20 plus years. 20 plus years. That's 30 plus, dude.
1: That's
3: almost 40. 25 years.
1: 25 years. I have been watching it since Hulk Hogan was first coming around. I'm fucking 38. Yeah.
4: So. Me too. In. Talking early '80s. Yeah. Here.
1: So since the early '80s, since all of us were watching, the beginning of us that's watching, that's almost Tufan, forty years. So, not once has somebody hit the illegal person on a fucking team and been disqualified. As a matter of fact, two minutes before Braun Strowman hit Baron Corbin, right? The
0: ref warned him. But
1: no, no. Two minutes before. Drew McIntyre broke a goddamn pinfall up from Kurt Angle pinning Baron Corbin many times in the goddamn match before there was many times where someone was tagged in and before Drew McIntyre went the fuck out, he got another kick in on someone else. What in the fuck was the ending
0: of that goddamn
1: Raw main event?
0: So I was on the way and I just yell, bullshit, when, when it happened. So I, the first thing I hear, I go, bullshit, and my neighbor knocked on my door.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just sit, uh, sat there looking at the screen like, what? What?
1: Uh, what? what? Like when Baron what, Corbin's clock? like, you can't hit me. You'll get disqualified. My thought process was like, why the fuck would he get disqualified?
3: Yeah, what are you talking about?
0: This, is, yeah, What?
3: It, it, it,
0: it just—it goes. With the one thing that Joe always talked about is the consistency and the BS that happens with the I was WWE. Just supposed to say, consistency. continuity. Continuity, continuity, consistency.
4: <laughs> Wouldn't be any continuity. Continuity. I got this. This word I want to use called continuity. I'm
3: there's that word again.
4: I don't think
0: I've ever. BDR drinking game. Whenever Joe says continuity or consistency, so <laughs> I gotta go get a beer. There's no more in there. Mm-mm. We drank all the growler. We, all the growlers.
1: God we, we actually used some continuity. All right, Joe, before you go, because this, uh, all right, you're the first person I actually want to talk to all about right. this. This, I, I turned raw off early. Like I'm part of that major drop from first hour to third hour. Yep, me too. Because it was second hour that I was like, I, I can't. I'm just tired. I'm bored. I don't give a fuck about this. Then somebody tweeted out, huh? for the ending of that (laughs) match. And I was like, what are they talking about? So I went and looking for it and they were, everyone was like the person that was illegal hit the person that was legal. So that person got disqualified. That team got disqualified. And I was just like, that's not fucking possible. Joe hadn't seen raw. So I kind of gave you a, like what the fuck was that? So when you finally watched it, even knowing it was, there was going to be a screwy finish What was your immediate thought process?
4: Honestly, it was uh, very non-reactionary because at this point I have so little faith in them and their product and and, and just... So them doing something, like, dumb, flat-out stupid that doesn't make any sense whatsoever that, like you said, probably we've never seen before. Like, I don't know. I don't... (laughs) I don't even care anymore. It's like, I know this shit's going to be really bad. I know it's not going to make any sense from week to week. I know they're going to change their mind in their direction. They're going on certain things pretty much every week. So I just come to expect it now, you know, and it's like, and it's a nothing match anyway. What, is, what the fuck was the implications of that match anyway? Shit. It Kurt
0: Angle's possible retirement.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone interrupted Kurt Angle's retirement speech, so now I get a fucking tag match. Uh, so like, it just, it just, it just fucking means nothing. Like, like I was, I hate to sound like a broken record here, but like I said it before, they find ways to make you not care about their product. This is another shining example of that to me, right. Smitty, when you first you said
0: bullshit, then post that. Uh, I said bullshit, and it pretty much, it. I, I just because I watched the I watched the Hulu version, and I watched everything else in between on YouTube. And so I'm like, I, I wasted my time for this.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I could have done something else. I could have masturbated in that time. I could have played video games in this time. There's a lot of stuff I could have done, and, and like for, for that finish. Finish. You could have finished instead of watching that finish? <laughs> yeah, I could have
1: finished instead of watching that. Could have stared finish. at a finished pro- uh, finish model. Hell yeah. Instead of watching that finish, could have looked at a different finish.
0: <laughs> I got to finish for myself.
1: That's <laughs> kind of what we said there, Smitty. Uh, not a model. Your thought process.
3: Confusion. So I knew I was watching a tag match. You
1: can keep that open, bro.
3: I knew I was watching a tag match, but then when that happened, I looked at Baron Corbin. Pointing at the ref and, and saying, you can't do that, this and that. I'm like, wait a minute. It Was, was this a one-on-one? Was well, No, it was a tag match. I, I was fucking confused because that shouldn't fucking happen. That shouldn't fucking happen because four other times throughout that match, somebody broke up a pin. Why the fuck weren't they disqualified then? Because it doesn't fucking happen. Every tag
4: match I've ever seen in ever. my entire life, someone breaks up a pin. <laughs> ever. Or
1: the illegal man on with- always hits. Dude, someone the- runs around to get the fucking
4: bolt. Pull- oh, f- they got like a five count to get out or something.
1: That'd, like, what the fuck, man? would be like man?
3: disqualifying them don't, for not holding the fucking tag rope in the corner.
4: And you know what else, too, I find out, too, with WWE, that I it doesn't happen to me when I'm watching New Japan and stuff? Like, I find myself, like, getting distracted very easily. Like, getting lost in something else, like my phone or... So, something else is like pulling me away very easily. Whereas like when I'm watching New Japan, I'm like way more like invested, invested dude. And and I don't even mean to, I'm trying to be invested in WWE, but it's like so just like it's a chore, shitty. That I'm like, oh, I well, get lost in this Facebook wormhole, like, <laughs> and then I fucking miss like, and I got to fucking rewind or something. It's, Like, or My- it's like so fucking boring. I'll find. I'll find myself, like, nodding off and shit, like, if especially if I'm watching it oh, uh, yeah. later at night. I'll be, like, falling asleep to this shit. It's so yep. fucking bad. Yep. Mikey has enough time to live tweet through Raw. Yeah, but I do
1: that. I, I can do that anyway. Dude, I can send a text message without fucking looking at it.
0: Yeah.
1: I live tweet on Raw on purpose, like, to get—it literally brings more eyes on our fucking social
0: I, media. I, I, I get it, but, like, if you're truly, if you're like, the investment you get in, like, other stuff, like, uh— when I like when I watch Ring like so like you said I do the same thing with Ring of Honor I even find myself watching Impact more invested in Impact than I find myself interested in WWE over the last couple of weeks. I Can argue that, <clears throat> and that's just terrible. Like is like this is supposed to be the best sports entertainment wrestling whatever the fuck they want to call it company in the entire world. Yeah, and that kind
4: of goes back to like okay, so we're we're shitting on how they came out and said that they sucked. And that they're going to change, right? My cynicism is coming. And like- we just pointed out how they really haven't changed. They're doing, it's the same, same old hat, same shit, different day. But wh- one of the things that jumps out at me, what they said when they said that they sucked and they're going to change, is they said, you're going to see new faces and new matchups and new superstars. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, you have a fantastic fucking roster, like, you have some, like, the best talent in the entire world on your roster. The problem isn't your faces. It is not your superstars. It's how you fucking use the people that you have working for you. You don't need new people. You need to use the people that you have correctly. I mean, it's like, and they're
0: not, dude. They're just not. Perfect examples: the tag team division on both shows at this point. The tag division of both shows are going to shit, like, and they both like, SmackDown specifically has a fantastic tag roster. You've got Am- Gallows and Anderson. You've got the, uh, you've you got- New sanity. faces and new matchups. That means fucking
4: Jeff Jarrett and the roadie versus fucking <laughs> Elias. Oh, you there's didn't your, know? There's your new fucking face. Was it, was it Fuck you? Jeff Jarrett because nobody fucking asked for it. I did. <laughs> No, you didn't. Yeah. you're stupid. <laughs> now that's the stupidest fucking thing. There it is, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, social. <laughs> Slap nuts. <laughs> and then, don't get me, he actually worked a pretty good match, I thought, actually. Yeah. But, <laughs> but nobody cares, Four dude. Three, okay. It doesn't mean nothing. Nobody wanted it. It was like, who cares? Nobody wanted Jeff Jarrett in a fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> exactly, man.
0: So and nobody gives a fuck about Eric Rowan either. Oh, God, Cause somebody never ever give him a mic again? What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, dude,
4: don't ever let him talk I ever again. I fucking love that. You're kidding. The right? content. No, I'm no. not. The you content- know why I love that? Because it
1: was completely different than anything Eric Rohn has ever done before in his life. On fucking TV. He has Said always. something
4: besides run? He has always run. been the, like, even when they
1: were doing Bludgeon Brothers, it was just fucking monosyllabic Yeah, well, well I see why talk. they did that, because
0: yeah. when he does talk, it's fucking god-awful. Yeah, the guy has no charisma and can't has no stick skills. Dude, that was
4: like seriously like I was like wanting to gouge my eyes out with a spoon when he was talking. See,
1: I loved it, and I I, and I I'm not gonna say it didn't need work and it didn't need more personality into it because it was like listening to a Bludgeon brother speak intelligently. I thought it was
0: cool. He's wearing a. Uh, Amon Amanda Amon Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, like, it lacked charisma first and foremost, and he stumbled over his lines as well. And I will agree with that. I'm not. It, I am it, not. It is, saying his voice that, just sounds. Weird.
1: I'm not saying that Eric Roman dro- dropped a fucking dime piece of a promo. <laughs> I'm saying that what it laid dip- a foundation for different. is if it improves and they keep giving him time to talk, that I think Eric Roman could drop a pretty fucking good promo. Because first off, if you're stumbling over your words, I don't care. Do you know why I don't care if you're stumbling over your words? Because most likely if you're stumbling over your words, you're there's some sort of real emotion behind it as a human being, or I stumble you're just, over just my fucking words.
4: nervous and you're new at this and you're you don't know what the fuck, fuck you're script. doing.
1: But he's not new at it.
4: He's new at talking on the microphone. Yeah, so is
1: is Rhonda Rousey stumbling over words her being shitty promo?
3: No, it's her bad acting. Yeah. Yeah, it's because, and, and I say that because there's so many of them. They're writing their lines. They're not letting them. She's never spoken it. a real
4: word that came from her heart ever since she started with this company. You dude. can
3: feel when somebody falls over their words and they're just ad libbing what they're saying, or falls over their words because they're fucking up the script. Like maybe
4: the second half of her promo, mm. she she kind of redeemed herself. There might have been a little bit of her in there. Which but, one?
0: Her against Becky. Two weeks ago. And behind
4: yeah. this and backstage this
1: week? No, no no, no, no,
0: in the ring. Uh, the, every time I step in, a, I own any type of ring, I step when in. When, the she room. Okay, okay, when she was but, like,
4: oh, she's like, oh, you guys got me, you made me stumble. No, I agree with and that. Then Becky talked okay, her okay shit, but let's, and then but Ronda, she didn't stumble. Rhonda came back strong.
1: Rhonda stumbled because she never, she, the she promo never spoke a real word but of her own. Okay, but. Everything's what a, been written for her. Stop! The week before she was in Gorilla, had a conversation with Charlie Caruso. Stumbled over, not two seconds later, two-sentence-second-second sentences is what she said. And then she went on to cut a really good promo. The promo where she was talking to Becky backstage on Raw, where it finished off with her walking away going, Ice and Advil, bitch. She dropped some fucking dime promos right there. Her stumbling when the crowd is booing, I'm not going to argue that. Why? Because Ronda Rousey can't think on the fly. Right. She's not been they gave her a face promo, Facebook. That's points. not her
4: fault either. That she no, can't. Look, I agree. She hasn't been her. given enough her? opportunity to do so. We have not the, blamed her. She's not like said, all of her promos have been scripted. And and that's my thing. Like, let let her go out there and fall on her face a few times, man. That's how you fucking learn. And which she did. But What I'm saying is you can't say that none of this is coming from her heart
1: now because I refuse to believe that that first one talking back to Charlie Caruso wasn't bullet pointed. What she said to fucking Becky Lynch backstage after Becky was suspended on Raw wasn't bullet pointed. There's no fucking way someone told her to say Ice and Advil, bitch. Because the way that came across, you're just like, oh, (laughs) shit. Like, that was the line of the fucking week
4: from WWE. Yeah, it was.
1: (laughs)
3: Besides Apollo. Which was, was, you know,
4: (laughs) after the whole you know, when she said, that was after all that, when she said to the crowd, you guys got me, yada, yada.
1: And even I'm the stuff it. that she was kicking in the end of second half of that where she was like, I could fucking
4: kill
0: you
1: yeah, if I wanted to. I,
4: dude, I was watching that with, with Kuhnert and we were like, err, at the first half. And then after, I was like, alright, well, she she came yeah, back strong. She redeemed it. Kuhnert's like, yeah, she finished strong, you know. And I agree with that, but I'm not saying that the reason that she flubbed was because there
1: was a script that she couldn't continue. I, I think Rhonda is the most bullet-pointed
4: one at the Current moment for people that you think should be scripted see i think differently because she sounds so robotic out there a, t- a lot of the times
3: well what i, I feel Re- like i'm talking recently starts. i'm
4: talking just before rumble maybe
1: like a week or two before rumble maybe even the week after rumble you like know, maybe
4: they saw her recover with the second half of last week's uh uh battle of the words with becky and then they let her, like, maybe go on the fly a little bit more this week when she did the ice and had the line or whatever, maybe. I think
3: that's always the issue. She starts slow, and then by the time her promo is over, you're like, okay. She warms up you know, the, she while kinda, doing her promo. She needs a minute to kind of get her wits about her.
4: Like, yeah, it's like a fighter that needs to get hit in the face a couple of times like <laughs> they start even, fighting back. Even, uh, even when they gave her well, the mic in the them.
1: middle of fighting the riot Squad this week when she was, there, you are, uh, uh, boomy. I'm like, my thought process is, this isn't her... Cutting a promo that they gave her. This That's is her, her trying, to yeah. not fly. Yeah. trying
0: to be on the fly. Mm-hmm. But
1: I can't be mad at that. And because the bottom line is, you still pheno, flubbing. Be honest. No, if you're flubbing your lines, but it's because of real fucking emotion, just like, let's be honest. The majority of the fucking time Smitty talks on this show, he goes, uh, 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 and then gets into his fucking point, right? It's real emotion. It's not the fucking guy being scripted here. You know, it's because he can't script me. He's specifically stating things that he feels. And I'm so, drunk. Yeah, Smitty, even sober, you stumble over your words. I stumble more and I'm sober. So the bottom, my that's my thought process is that they're not. Her promos are definitely more bullet pointed, maybe even from the heart than anyone else's. I think that WWE realized that they, when they were scripting her, she. I agree with you, Joe. She was one of the most robotic promos ever. That has changed, as well as the fire when she's speaking a promo, as well as the emotion when she's speaking a promo. That has changed within the last month, and I feel it's
4: because they pulled the scripts back. It might have been even within the last week. No, I'm going to give Since the stumble and recovery.
1: Dude, the fucking one that she was talking about in not the backstage the with shoes. Charlie was, not, was the one where she was like, I don't fucking owe Sasha a damn thing. I fucking gave her this. I fucking put her over. I said she was the reason. And then two sentences, and then when she was stumbling on that one. That was a couple weeks ago, bro. Was that before the Sasha match? Yeah. Yeah. So the Sasha match that at Rumble. I'm saying I think within the last, maybe even earliest,
0: when she sat down for that moment of bliss segment. Okay. By the way, can we just get rid of the moments bliss segment? No, they all been they have all been terrible. They have not. Besides, the this Dean Ambrose thing this week was amazing. They have all been terrible. Was amazing. Did you just say you want to
1: get rid of something because they've all been terrible except the most recent one, which was actually really good? I said no. The only
0: redeeming part of that of that. Okay, wait. Was, let's 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 move part. away.
1: We'll move away from that. Uh, what was the fucking conversation that started with the promos?
0: Ronda's promos and uh, Eric Roman's promo on Tuesday. Eric Roman's promo. Okay. Yes. Eric
1: Roman's promo, I will fully agree, was probably heavily scripted. But back to my thought process on it is if he gets it down, he's able to put his charis- uh, some sort of charisma into it, I think Rowan could be good. I don't think that that was a horrible part of SmackDown. I think it was a bad part. I didn't say it was the worst part. But I 100% feel it's
0: something that can be built on to be better. I said it was bad. I didn't say it was the worst. Right. I just, don't give him a mic for a while. So like, literally. No. Oh, that, I'm agreeing the, the with the Joe. Seg- segment, Let him fall was, on his
4: fucking face. Let the, him get better. The segment was actually uh, good. Yeah. Uh, it oh, was no. just Eric Maron I thought sucked. I mean, I like the ma- uh, the Jeff Hardy, Daniel Bryan match. I liked what was said before. I like all the run-ins after, What
0: you know. Captain Planet.
4: <laughs> that was all, and yeah, and, da- and Daniel's interview after, you know, he went back through Gorilla. That was all fine. It was just when Eric Rowan s- spoke, I was like, I was like literally like screeching, almost like, oh, stop, just stop. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm hard on the product. You are. But, but hey. Deservedly so. so I, I, pay, dude, us... I Dude, I pay a lot of money for this friggin' product. I I buy the network. I go to live events. I buy their freaking t-shirts. t-shirts. I've I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars with this company throughout my lifetime. I feel like if I want to criticize it, I fucking can because I'm a paying fucking customer.
3: Thank God for the WWE network because at the rate they do pay-per-views and the price that those pay-per-views would be fucking right now. And that's another Jesus. yeah,
4: before the Great network a pop. before Whoa. the network I've probably dropped thousands <coughs> of dollars on pay-per-views. So, if I want to criticize it, I'm gonna
1: not gonna argue that. We're supposed to criticize everything. Uh back to the continuity thing. Every tag team on Raw for the women's tag titles <sighs> fought in a match to get that spot. Every tag team on SmackDown announced said,
0: Yo, we're gonna be in this match. I'm declaring it. Listen, the only one I didn't call... I, like, I knew Naomi. I thought they were going to team her with somebody random, but when they put up a Carmel, I'm like, fuck. Why fuck? Because I figured, like, they they were going to really pull this whole Nikki Cross being crazy, not going to be sure what show she's going to be on. She would have, like, lost on um, on Raw and showed up on SmackDown and ended up with Naomi. If you want to, like, pull her as being a crazy type, whatever, throw it with Naomi. Like, she's a fan favorite. Nikki's... Well, even though she's just coming up from NXT, she's still kind of a fan favorite for uh, the hardcore fans that do watch NXT. You could have brought her up as a face. She she, she she could play heel or face. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question. Is this the first ever
1: women's tag team champions in wrestling, in WWE? Indeed. Yeah. It is?
3: In WWE?
0: WWE, yeah. Yeah. You say no. Uh, I'm hearing it's not when did it it right? been a long it, fucking time. Ago. Was maybe worldwide wrestling federation. I don't think that it was world Leilani Kai
4: and Wendy Richter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, let's hear this. I'm
1: looking this up. Uh, the WWF women's tag team championship was a women's professional tag team title in the world wrestling federation.
3: What the world is watching.
1: Yeah. Well, Date established, May thirteenth, nineteen eighty three. First champions, Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria.
0: So this is during the Moolah era. Yeah.
1: Final champions were the glamour girls. And they held them for eight
0: hundred and sixty six days. Well, what does I mean they were irrelevant titles
3: around um, the time? They probably defended S- them like three times. Yeah.
0: So it was a Lesnar uh, Okada type run with them. Uh I'm so sick of the fucking O'Connor
1: Lesnar defense thing problem. Um Yeah. So Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria were the first ones to hold it in May 13th, 1983. Again, WWF. Okay. Uh then Velvet McIntyre would How does this happen? And Desiree Peterson is the same fucking person. I don't know how she wins the fucking belt same then the glamour girls took it uh august 1st 1985 uh jumping bomb angels norio titano and itzuki Yamaka- yamazaki this is I mean, wwf wwf
0: that means had settled defended over overseas
1: then that's yeah. like
4: so after wendy richter fought mula this is, at wrestlemania this <laughs> is may 13th
1: 1983 through february 14th
0: 1989 yeah, didn't get a what? lot of TV time, I'm guessing. They didn't get no TV time. That the top of exclusive defender overseas. Oh, yeah.
1: so- uh, if you go to January 24th, 1988, there was a Royal Rumble match for the WWF Women's Tag Team Championships.
4: Really? Was that, that on, was that tonight? on the actual pay-per-view? Or yeah. was, was it dark?
0: It says Royal Rumble. So the I, don't first Rumble. That. The first I don't remember that. I don't remember that, and I
4: watched that Rumble.
0: You know, when Jim Hacksaw Duggan actually won. Yeah, dude, that I, that I was... Watching I was wrestling watching, back then. I was like, no, I, no, I actually watched the other one like, a couple weeks ago. I don't remember seeing that. You, were you even alive then? I wasn't. Yes, yeah,
2: I <laughs> you
4: was. Were <even> alive then? <laughs> I, said, I was, and I, said, I was watching wrestling. No, I said, I watched. <laughs> I, uh, no, I was watching
0: wrestling. I said, I watched that Royal Rumble a couple of weeks ago on the network. Because I was kind of just trying to watch random Royal Rumbles leading up to the Rumble. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I'm just I've that. had a drinking game. Let's go to
1: www.com, see if we
0: can see it listed under their, their things.
1: Okay, fuck you, Safari. I
0: just I don't remember seeing it on there. Cause I, maybe I was already drunk by the time I got through how many dead wrestlers on the, on the damn show. For the first ever Royal Rumble card. Was that the first Royal Rumble? 88? Yeah. 88 was the year before I was born. Duggan won, right? Duggan won. I mean, yeah, Duggan
1: won the first Royal Rumble. I'm questioning if that was the first. Royal Rumble. It was the
0: first Royal Rumble car. I mean, uh, official Royal Rumble car. This was a prototype Yeah, it was. it ago. was. It definitely
4: was. 88 was the first. It right. so definitely was not a Royal Rumble in 87. So there was a prototype two years I ago. I think they're, the first SummerSlam might have been in 87, maybe.
0: I got the SummerSlam mythology at home. I don't remember. Royal Rumble, yep, 88. It was a prototype. Met with, uh, the prototype match that Pat Patterson originally uh, w- oh, happened on like a random Saturday somewhere. What? No. So when Pat Patterson originally uh, came up with the Royal Rumble match, the prototype like kind of match they did was on a, like a Saturday show. Oh, somewhere. just like a like a live live event, a house show. Yeah, a house show on a Saturday. That somewhere. makes sense. Let's see, and um. I think it was say, like Hillbury Jim won that one apparently. I'm gonna to talk to you about opportunity.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Key word of the night
0: is
1: opportunity. Uh I'll keep this running. So yeah, it, there's been women's tag team champions before. And WWE is trying to push this off as the first.
4: Was ever. Leilani Kai or and or what Wendy Richter ever nope. women's tag damn it. gotta Snap in. my Whoa. fingers I got fucking uh, I like Okay,
0: hold house. on It's there? Hold
1: on
3: I'm not going to lie I love Vince on commentary Yeah On Jimmy the fucking Hart. pay-per-view. Wow.
1: It was on the fucking pay-per-view. The Royal Rumble, the original fucking Royal Rumble pay-per-view had a women's tag title match on it.
0: <laughs> okay. I almost have been hammered by the time I got to <laughs> that match.
1: Can you fucking believe that?
0: I bet it was
4: evolutionary at the time. Oh. Evolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ding um. that bell.
1: <laughs> ding that bell, Nick. Ding that bell. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Now that I've kind of hit you guys with a fucking mind blow. Sup?
0: <laughs> My mind's like, are you sure? My, My mind's, mind's d- telling <laughs> me blow. No, no fuck, no fuck. <laughs> that. We're not missing that fucking pedophile on this on this show.
3: Yes, dear.
0: I didn't.
1: I was. I was. Uh, no, that was no. Different. That was a reference to that fucking pedophile. That?
0: Look, I would rather I
1: would type peanut butter. Calm, calm your fucking tits. So he's I don't. I don't know what, what he's talking about. Do, do you? Does it make you care more about this? Or you go. No. Wow. Even <laughs> WWE doesn't give a shit about this women tag team title thing. They yeah, just, they can put it on
0: Sasha and Bailey to give him something to do. You think Sasha and Bailey are gonna take it?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. I kind of feel like that too.
0: Not even. Not. You give Mandy? Him something
3: to do.
1: I feel they're going to put it on Mandy and Sonya because they're going to give Mandy a rocket strap. Oh, because she's got fake tits and blonde hair?
4: She doesn't need Sonya or those titles for the rocket strap. (laughs) Red Rocket,
1: Red Rocket, what's up?
4: Someone's going to rocket her strap no matter what. (laughs) Corey Graves' Red
0: Rocket is already trying to ride up there.
4: Yeah, okay, moving on. (laughs) That's not real.
0: He's married. I don't know a oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nor does he probably. All right,
1: married, sh- married. <laughs> so this <laughs> this match is Bailey and Sasha, Mandy and Sonya, Naomi and Carmella, Naya and Tamina, uh, someone from the Riot Squad, and the. He's yeah, gonna be Liv and Sarah. Allegedly, uh, look, I'm not going to say it's going to be living in Syria yet because I, I, they could do the free word rule for them as well. Mm-hmm. And you, So you're thinking Bailey and
3: Sasha. Nick? Yeah.
0: They walk into some, they're walking to many titles. Yeah, Why do you think that?
3: Um, it kind of makes sense to give them, you know, they're, I don't want to say they're over in the women's division because they're clearly not anymore, but. <laughs> there's some. <laughs> <laughs> there's some of the bigger. ha 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 <laughs> There's some of the shoot your eye out, kid. The faces, if you will, of that, and you know why not? Yeah, fuck it.
1: Would that negate
0: any of the actual tag teams that have been there? Yes. How many times have they buried the tag teams in in WWE in recent times? Anyway.
3: Like what, the tag teams?
0: We're just talking the about Iconics. the the raw yeah. tag teams. Any of them. (laughs) Any of them in general. The main roster doesn't give two shits about tag teams. The account is going to be the first ones out of that damn uh, out of the match. We're talking about the, okay. We're talking about the women's, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, it's definitely going to be Bailey and Sasha. I would like to I think it should be the Iconics. Myself personally, as well, they're a
0: true tag team. Yeah, I think
4: they're the only true tag the, like, team in no, that oh, no whole
0: fucking thing. No, the Iconics. You, you you can give Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose some claim to nah, that. No, you can no, give it to the Riot no. Squad as well. The Riot dude, Squad on the table.
4: Sonya Deville and uh, that's like watching Cersei Lannister and the Mountain walk down to the ring, dude. Like, so why wouldn't Cersei and the Mountain win? Cause all, I'm just saying, all the attention's on, Sir's, like no one's fucking, no one's looking at Sonya Deville, man. But, Nobody. I'll be honest, I am. Hey, she what? like
1: pussy. I I, I know, but <laughs> like I still I like. think I think she's better looking than Mandy. I do too, because
0: Mandy looks too plastic you, for me.
1: You're just no. I think I think stop, Mandy, just I, stop. It dead now. serious. I think Mandy has all a way right. better
0: ass, but I think in overall looks, it's totally Sonya for me. Mandy's a plastic, uh, a blonde version of fucking Nikki uh, Bella to me. Mandy Rose could kick the shit out of Nikki Bella. She's actually an athlete. Okay. Yeah. I think Mandy Rose is a better athlete than Nikki Bella for sure. But like she's got she's got plastic features,
1: like blonde hair. I,
0: I, Peyton Royce, I think, looks better than Mandy Rose. Oh, oh
1: d- yeah, dude, don't get yeah. started down. on them
4: two. I, I, they, they are them what two? I,
1: Peyton, Peyton Billy? Yeah, oh, really? Because yeah. th- Billy K reminds me of Christian. Like, no, where, where, uh, no. <laughs> Wait, listen, no, listen, no, listen no, no, me out, listen no no no, listen. no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Like, Christian so no, does no, no, not listen. have uh, that type of uh, Hold on. on, listen. Th- listen. Th- those, so those you beautiful remember beautiful lips and that no, no, that long flowing
4: hair. <laughs> Christian got DSLs. I got <laughs> guys, what you Guys, guys,
1: hold on. Fucking, remember Christian? Vince McMahon was like, man. I love the way that guy works. I think he's got a great body for this, but if you could just put a blue dot on his face, he would be so over. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck I, DSL. DSL. <laughs> man, I don't know. And that's just me personally. Like, I, I'm not saying that Billy Kay's ugly, but I, I, th- I think a dot over her, if she was like blurred out in the face for anything, but know, you maybe? just saw her body, you'd be like, holy shit, this bitch is hot. And then you'd nope. see her face and you go, I mean lips. she's
4: still really cute but no I got I got literally a, they're both hot. She, I have no problems with Billy Kay's face. I got no they problem with her. So no. she, she's
3: she's gorgeous. They're both gorgeous. I like her on her lips, not her eyes though. You know who I was actually really impressed with when I sent those uh pictures of Nikki, Nikki Cross, Cross to the chat? I was like, "Miss Killing Dane?
4: You, really? Come on guys, <laughs> this is the women's evolution. You're not allowed to look at women like they're attractive anymore. You're
0: only allowed to I'll look at them, them as athletes." Most of them. I stick my dick in ninety percent of the women on the yes. WWE roster. You
1: know what? You know why I stopped giving a fuck about how females feel w- for us ogling them. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me explain to you when I stopped giving a fuck about how females feel of, of us ogling them. When I was watching the fucking halftime oh. Super Bowl show, oh, I didn't and watch I saw that. every fucking woman bust a goddamn nut because Adam Levine took to his sure goddamn shirt off. Oh, of look! Wait, wait, or, or I'm okay. A
4: bliss. Uh, uh, Cousin Adam, he gets it all from me. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> Alexa, Alexa.
1: Look, looking at EC3. I, I am I am okay. You're look. You look good. You look good. Stare. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean they're a fucking sexual object and I'm not looking at That's this with like whole- but I am not going to feel bad about talking about what how I feel about you the way you look, especially when I see women growing fucking boners over Adam Levine popping his shirt off in the middle of the
0: fucking concert that time show. That's also Mandy Rose's whole fucking gimmick.
3: There's a giant boner.
0: Literally, you're you're. She's a giant thirst. trap. I love how they
1: have her and Sonya come out, and Sonya's part of the blurred area of her
3: entrance. Yes,
1: like maybe extend that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's perfect. She should. That's exactly where she belongs. (laughs) Mandy Rose is a giant thirst trap. Fuck off. Blur out those fucking that big ass Pinocchio (laughs) nose with the acne on it on her face. What,
0: dude? Billy Kay's nose is way bigger than Sonya Deville. No, 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 no. no, Billy Kay's got a nigga nose. Let's be real.
4: No, Sonya Deville has I would say night. Jack says this 1-0. big old, More than <laughs> this big old bump on the uh, like right on the bridge of her nose, man. It it's just it's it looks like a, a manly broken nose, you
1: know. I mean, she may have it. She was an Fight MMA fighter. It's very possible. No,
4: she's playing the role of an MMA fighter. She was on Tough Enough. She's never really an MMA fighter. It's bullshit. Uh, she may an MMA trained, but not a fighter. Right. Yeah, there you go.
0: Now I want to look this up. Do you ever take Oh, that's another thing that pissed me off. The whole, the whole Naomi fucking Mandy angle. Oh yeah, and All I wasn't like um,
4: trying to like go out and grab a million beers. Like that keg out there is not working very. It. It's like pouring the two hearted. It's uh, super foamy. She's yeah, two and one in mixed martial it's, arts. It's, also, it's, so, yeah, it's she actually like was. She, was, she actually fight. It's like, it's like who sharded,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, that two hearted is like super foamy. Yeah,
1: yeah. She. Uh, in, she's... in what in what company? What what promotion? Uh, the first one was CFL the so canadian, canadian football league <laughs> <Not nice>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she got in a fight with a canadian football
0: player that must have been easy they're really nice <laughs> <laughs> hey i sorry didn't mean to bump into you there eh oh it's okay i'll just punch you in the nose back oh, okay i guess I I deserve I, that, was, i'm hey? sorry i'm punching the chin you, uh, i'll get you on back right oh, back. i
4: guess i deserve that eh
1: you want to have a beer okay uh she won by knockout and submission
0: and then she lost by decision Also, the minimal you can do in the the CFL, in in the Canadian Fighting League,
4: in the Croatian (laughs) football fighting league. I'm I'm trying to. It takes me to the event page. I'm really trying to
1: find 46. Croatia, Canada's fighting ladies. Uh, oh no! Uh, yeah, CFL
4: HD. I don't, California <laughs> Fight League. Oh, the California Penal League. Well,
1: <laughs> no, Fight League. <laughs> not the CPL. Okay. <laughs> All
4: right, that sounds like some fucking major legit shit. There. <laughs> not a prison. But, that's prison. Better watch out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's my. I expect to run a me or Nia Jax. Surprised I haven't heard of
4: that before. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, Daria Baronado, That's her real name. Mm. Yeah, that's our Twitter handle. Is what well, I mean, her name on Twitter? Yeah. No. Daria 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 yeah na, na, oh my na, first na, ever na,
3: lesbian Daria shut up na, na, Daria na, 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 na. <laughs> Daria <laughs> hey
0: Daria <laughs> <laughs> go to hell I was like yeah you know what I'm saying go to hell <laughs> I just had this conversation <laughs> about like spin-offs was King of Hills on it where it was like, literally it was, like, Daria was my okay. first television lesbian alright let's move on <laughs> <laughs> Smitty's talking fuck her <laughs>
1: A boot, Jesse, over here with his. Don't bash Canada. Canada's awesome. They don't know what she was in the about.
4: Croatian fungus league. <laughs> <laughs> She's in that Just... can't fight league. <laughs> She's two and one in the Croatian fungus league. <laughs> the cunt fun league. Yeah. <laughs> cunt fucking league. <laughs> um. Her, her, and her uh, corner man, tough act and tenactin. <laughs>
0: Tough acting. Tough acting.
4: She's got athlete's foot. Boom. Well, yeah, she's in the cani- uh, Croatian it fungus. It looked like leaf.
1: athlete's knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It looked like she was dropping some knees. Uh Halftime heat, kids.
4: Dude. Fucking awesome. Yeah. As much as I've been shitting on everything WWE related, that shit delivered.
1: The Dream Team goes over. Uh Velveteen Dream getting the cover on Adam Cole. That's
0: the only thing I saw coming. Babe. You saw that coming? Yeah. Cause uh, like I said, Why I didn't did, you fill
1: out a scorecard.
0: I don't know. I did not I not care about the Super Bowl. I cared about the match in between. That's it. Me too. I'm. I'm just not a sports fan anymore, dude. I, no, I didn't
4: care about the Super Bowl. But are you a sports entertainment fan? Yeah. Well, no, I'm a wrestling fan.
0: <laughs> I so, hate that term. So, what's my thing is like I look at the match, and I also would say I'm probably the only one that watched the girls anything from Worlds Collide, and like they're going to put. I a watched train. that some of it. So mm-hmm. okay, I'm. Let's talk about halftime heat. <clears throat> was it yeah, well, yeah. I I called the I called the finish was like Sidecaster. I say I called the finish because um I called the finish because of World's collide. I saw Dream pinning Cole. Cole has the only person that has nothing to lose but taking a pin here. And that's the one thing I did call. See, I
1: think it made sense for him to pin Gargano because of the spoilers that are coming on NXT. We're not gonna say anything. Yeah. But Velveteen, but Velveteen Dream is going to have a shot for the North American title in future tapings for NXT. So because of that, my thought process is Velveteen gets the pin over Gargano on Halftime Heap, sets up future tapings.
0: You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I went with that one. So I, I've had him in Cole because like it gives him an opportunity to pick either or. Either or what? Gargano or Chopper. By pinning Cole? He, See, won the, he won. He won a match.
4: I think you guys are just reading. It's halftime heat. You guys are just reading into it What well, was I, but the world, he but there's
0: still some sort of setup for it. right. Look like saying the Worlds Collide thing. The Worlds Collide is that he has a opportunity. It's pretty much like he has a, a, the Worlds Collide. They say he has a shot at any title on any show of either two hundred five NXT UK or NXT. I
4: actually kind of went into this as an and act- did he win that? Yeah, he won that. He beat, uh, so
0: that's why he's going for the North American. Yeah. Okay. The Worlds Collide thing is why. Okay. And let's say that's what something. Go kind of ahead, cool. Joe. Say, say your point. You
4: just, yeah. Dream, dream one rolls clo- Yeah. he can yeah. So, like, I'm just saying Spoiler I actually kind of went into this as, like, an actual unanalytical kind of fanboy. Like, I recently cut my cable and I didn't even realize until Sunday that <laughs> I don't have, like, whatever channel the Super Bowl is on. <laughs> Cause like, I got, you don't have NBC? No, I, I got it was CBS. I, I, mean. I got Sling and uh, Hulu and like like I get Fox. I uh, that's C- maybe oh, yeah. I thought maybe CBS it'd be on, like on direct I thought it maybe it'd be on Fox, but I was like, oh shit, I can't even watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know? Like and I really didn't even care because I'm not a sports fan. I don't care. But I really did not want to watch Halftime Heat. So I did kind of like keep up with the time on Google, or whatever. And so I tuned into Halftime Heat. And like I just wanted to watch it like I didn't go into it with, like, any preconceived notions. I wasn't, like, trying to fill out a bet sheet or, like, a PWS card, you know. I was like, I just want to see it, you know. And so I didn't really didn't care who was going over, who made the pin on who or whatever. It was almost like how, like, when Rob Van Dam used to talk about himself in his matches, like... I'm just going out there to showcase my skills, bro. Like, <laughs> like, and that's what I thought. I thought it was a great opportunity for like NXT's basically their top six guys, all of them, to go out there and get their shit in and, and they showcase did. their fucking skills. They did, yeah. And, and they, they fucking did. did. They, they delivered. fucking delivered. I mean, it was fun. It was a fun ass match. To like say I I was kind of like putting myself like say I was just some dude watching the Super Bowl at a party where they didn't want to watch the halftime show, and they actually flipped over that. That's kind of like the mindset I was trying to be in to watch it. And and so that's kind of where I put myself to watch it. And it was, like, fun. I was like, man, this is fucking great. Like, these guys are killing it.
3: Why can't we get that type of shit on Raw and SmackDown? When was the last time right. you said that about a Raw or SmackDown And how much match?
4: planning do you really think? Like, yeah, after like they Emperor. probably, yeah, they want to showcase Dream. Dream is the guy. I get that. So Dream, you know. He's the one that, they all shined. All of them look great. But, you know, Dream got the most shine. I get that. So, but what, other than that, like, they didn't, like, sit in some fucking booking creative writing room for 13 hours coming up with that match. You know, that shit was done mostly on the fly. They had a finish. They they didn't know, like, they had to play along with however long time they had with Halftime was going, so Come they got five, they got people in the back watching the halftime show, communicating the referee, fucking giving you know signals to the guys about when to go home and this and that there, and so they're probably doing spots, maybe trying to elongate shit or, or maybe trying maybe trying to finish it up quicker. You don't know. Either way, it was done great. The right people shined. It was fucking awesome, man. Nick, do you think this is better than the first halftime heat they did? Was, oh, it was for, like,
3: sure, fuck.
4: for sure! For well, sure, definitely. It did know? not have. I asked it Nick. did not have the.
3: Sorry. No. Yeah. Leaps and bounds. I, I mean, I was on the edge of my sh- my seat, while holding my phone because you know, fucking Adam Levine's nipples were all over my TV. Um, but you know, I I had I was like glued to it the whole time. It was best halftime heat. Sorry. Yep. And you you say say so too, Joe?
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely. Nowhere near the star power of Mankind and the Rock, sure. obviously. But, I mean, Mankind and the Rock doing a bunch of punching and kicking in an empty arena, as far as, like, the performance, the athletic presentation, that was, like, one... Twentieth one one
0: hundredth of what this was.
3: I wasn't that impressed with it when I originally saw that. You know like, what? Eh, Most
4: yeah. people weren't, which yeah. is
0: probably why they haven't done it in twenty years. Yeah, but it's also that was the attitude there. Those are two guys you wanted to see at 10. That's the reason. Yeah, it and it really didn't matter oh, what that's they did. Right.
1: They, there, there was a second halftime heat where they did an interview with Stone
4: Cold Austin, Steve Austin. As he really, ref- yeah, is that where they interviewed him in his neck brace? Yeah, I remember that. I just didn't realize it was a halftime heat. Yeah, it was totally a halftime heat. Oh, that's gay. <laughs> gay, 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 G H E Y, gay. <laughs> it's, gay. Fu- it's fucking, it's fucking gay. It's gay. G-h-e-y. It's gay. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I, I do remember that. I just didn't. I thought it was like some fucking segment of Raw or something. You know. All right, let's go into so a little bit of news.
1: Last thing we're going to discuss before we leave, uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean
0: Ambrose is allegedly leaving. Don't care. Wow! Not at all. I don't. Why? Once again, he's one of those guys they've had hokey booking with since his uh he went singles, and it only everything he's done has been pretty inconsistent. And and insignificant. Insignificant is another. Word. Joe, you don't care that he's leaving either.
4: Not so much.
0: He he's got greener passions outside his company. But he's you know, be I, I will well. say
4: something regarding all this. Now they're saying, okay, now I think maybe some of this is like smoke and mirrors and fake news and maybe WWE fanning the fire a little bit just to get shit stirring. Because you got Dean Ambrose supposedly leaving. I've never heard of like, why would they- Confirm it. If he's leaving after Mania, why wouldn't they just sit him now? Yeah. Why would they keep him in any fucking TV plans, even if they're just fucking making people go over on him every week? He's a high-profile enough guy. If he's, that's valuable TV company? time. Like, why Why wouldn't they just sit him, you know? And, and now I, I read this shit like... He's a SHIELD member. Undertaker took all WWE fucking mentions off his social media. Randy Orton supposedly talking to AEW. Uso's talking about not recent. Like, bullshit. Like, all these fucking guys are... Like, I think some of this shit is like fueling okay, the so, fire.
1: Uh, so hold on. A so if bit. this is a work, then what are they doing? To I, build I'm not the...
4: saying necessarily this is a work. No, no, I'm saying if this is a work, what what are they building for? I don't know, man. They're so wonky with everything they do. The
1: X3 is uh, asking if Triple H versus Ambrose.
4: Who gives a fuck about that?
0: He already I mean, did that.
4: I don't want to see that. He did when
0: Triple H was champion.
4: Yeah, he's right, actually. And it was a terrible fucking match. He's right. It, it's Road so bad you don't even fucking remember it. It was it was slow Ro- as molasses. I remember now. It was slow as it was terrible. So you,
1: Dean Ambrose leaving you t- two of you. I haven't asked Nick yet. Two of you just don't give a fuck. He's leaving. If he leaves, what big hole is he leaving? What what void
4: is he leaving don't, behind?
3: Uh, okay, so you don't care that he's leaving. Nick, do you care that he's leaving? I do a little bit. It's just disappointing because. I think he's got a lot of potential, and he's undervalued. And they didn't—they didn't really utilize him the way that they could have. I mean, he could have been honestly with his mic. I think he's great on the mic. I think that he has a certain swagger about him that fits now as as a really great, shitty heel. Great on the—he'd he, be the first one to tell you that. I, I don't think
4: he. That he's ever cut a promo that he or any, like, real wrestling fans
3: have liked. Well, I think the shorter, the better for him. Like, with this shit, with EC3, that was great. And this, this, and he keeps it short and sweet, and he's a straight dick, and I think he makes a fantastic heel. He
4: heal. had, what, uh, EC3 went over on him, what, clean, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah roll over. I think, over, I think over. Dean
4: Ambrose leaving is a huge problem for WWE. Why is a I, shield I, member? I, I think it's a problem as like a sign of things to come. I don't think it's some big fucking hole in their storyline. No, oh,
1: I, th- I think that. it's. I think it is a huge hole in their story. Why? Well, you, you lost lie. two of shield
4: members. You've already written them off. Everything
1: significant. No, okay. The bottom line: Dean Ambrose is a huge linchpin in your fucking company. I'm. I agree that they fucked over this heel run. Right, but they fucked over his face run. What are you talking about? his title run, his main title run, because his first Intercontinental Championship run was spectacular. Then he went to the title, and then it was like he just became
4: meh. What about his first <clears throat> U.S. title run with the sh- when he was with the Shield? With the Shield? We did, we, he, like I don't think he did. He did he defend defended. it like one time or something? Three. So? Before he lost. Dude, in, uh, his main, t- everyone, dude, it was like, it was on everybody's. Uh, all right, let me ask you. It a question. was on everybody's point of discussion how insignificant his title run was.
1: Okay, so th- it's also n- doesn't make any sense because we had a conversation about Brock Lesnar's title defenses. What about weeks ago, months ago? How we were all it? like, how little he defended the title, and I straight up said, what about Okada? And who I, br- did- I brought that up too. Who, who Okada in- was still there. So was Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose was still featured on
4: every fucking wrestling show every week. He just wasn't defending the There's a the difference in the way they were presented. Okada was presented as the man, a superstar, as almost unhuman, untouchable. Dean Ambrose is just thrown out there. But The Shield was built as that as well. To where we still
0: can say... The entity, not
1: as
4: individuals
0: at Yeah, that point. and Ambrose he was, was not there.
4: shit since the... Ambrose ain't been
0: shit without The Shield, dude. Period. Like, I'll give Mikey the whole thing about his first IC title run, yes. But everything else, no. How many other fucking title runs he had that meant shit? He had two more IC runs and he had a world championship run. That world championship run was... And he got injured during his tag fucking run. Fucking 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag. That was a garbage. And it says he got injured when him and Southport get a legit tag run. When he got hurt. Before he came back. He got the grand slam.
4: yeah. And so does Seth, and and we 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 commented about that on the show before. Like
0: all these undeserving Grand Slam
1: champions. You think Ambrose is undeserving?
0: Fuck yeah, dude! Why? Ambrose worked more. Sh- more uh, has worked more matches than anybody in the Shield. Literally doesn't mean the he deserves run.
4: to be a Grand Slam champion.
0: Why not? He's the biggest workhorse. I I'm asking him had.
4: why not? Because I I don't fucking ca- he he's a workhorse for what? How long, he's been in the company for what? Five, six years. I mean, longer. But seven, seven. Eight. Okay, seven, and what has he really done? That's fucking.
0: He's done significant.
4: Carved out a fucking spot in history for himself.
0: You're right, I, 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 and I give nothing. He's done nothing really significant since leaving the Shield. Nothing. He got the. Besides getting that Grand Slam, what fucking do,
4: great Ambrose moment can you remember? What great Ambrose match? What, what Steamboat
0: Savage moment can you remember? Match-wise, no, but moment? I can tell you like this. When he cashed in Money in the Bank and all three members of the Shield were champion on one night, that is probably Dean Ambrose's best moment in WWE. Don't even remember that, honestly. I'm not even, I'm not even saying that. You just... don't
1: remember the Money in the Bank where he won at the beginning and at the end of it after Seth? I just said that. Yeah, that's—no, that's, I know what you're saying. He's saying he doesn't remember. No, it's not it. like— You don't remember that Money in the Bank pay-per-view at all? No. You don't remember any of the Ambrose Asylum whatever talk show stuff that were hilariously good. the well,
4: Plant, yeah, yeah, Mitch. I hated Mitch the Plant.
1: I, no, I not mentioned no.
4: that after the tickle butt stuff. <laughs> For I, I hated that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. I hated
1: it. Dean Ambrose has had some good matches. Yeah, I'm like, not saying like
4: the one against Brock Lesnar. At I'm not saying Wrestle that he's Radio he's been <laughs> seven that star was fucking, fucking terrible. That's
1: and that's totally on Brock too. Yeah, well, it takes two to tango.
4: Bottom line is I'm a not lot saying of other people have had great matches. Joe, with shut
1: up! I'm not Why? saying because you're not letting anyone else get a fucking point in right now. All right, fine, sorry. Dean Ambrose is deserved is a major spot in the WWE. Dean Ambrose leaving is going to hurt the WWE just as much as Cody and Neville leaving now. Oh, I don't disagree. that it's going
4: to hurt the WWE. There's... But I just think it hurts them for different reasons than you think.
0: I don't think he's that. I, I don't think he hurts him on the level of Neville and Cody leaving. To be honest. Really,
1: Dean Ambrose is leaving because he's not happy.
0: Yeah, he's leaving because he's not happy. But but once again, who he else had, all left because
1: right. they were not happy? So he, Cody and Neville. Boom. He, there's a lot
0: of people. That they're, not they're not
1: leaving happy. because the WWE is not trying to keep them. That him there. Aries as well. WWE is losing Ambrose because of what they did to him. So, therefore, him leaving is just as big of a deal as Cody and Neville, who left, one of which just stopped fucking working, to, because they were unhappy with what WWE did for de- their developing character.
0: Yeah. It was like, well, Dean Ambrose's developing character since he's been back has been shit. Dean Ambrose's character since his... Was it- is that his fault? No. No. I agreed. And, and
4: you know me, I'm a big... I'm a big critic, criticizer of Dean Ambrose, not a huge fan. But I was, dude, when he came back, I was open to, like, okay, let me be a fan. Make me a fan. And through no fault of his own, and like I said, as the biggest Dean Ambrose criticizer on this show, through no fault of his own, that didn't happen. They fucked up everything up since his comeback that's not him. that's why it's disappointing
3: for me that's why it's disappointing for me because when he came back he had a slightly different demeanor about dude him. he
4: was bigger <clears throat> jacked yep. he was more of a wrestler he was
0: he, was, he had a clean slate behind he, him. Yeah. he
4: reinvented himself he came back he, he added some fucking wrinkles to his game he had a different look a different attitude he was more polished he was yeah dude he was a better ring technician yep. he was just fucking better And they fucking squandered it.
3: That's why I'm disappointed. They
4: fucking squandered it. And when I was ready to accept Dean Ambrose as a fan the most, they shit on him, and in doing so, they shit on me as a fan.
3: There you go. I just don't think
0: Ambrose leaving her company as much as you think.
4: I think it creates a narrative because now they're scrambling. They're trying to sign... WWE is on a fucking signing spree. And they're trying to sign people David to five-year deals. That You think that's a coincidence? AEW has a five-year contract. So they're trying to sign all these people. Before, these people would have signed to one, two-year deals. Now they're trying to sign... They're, this is definitely creating a fucking domino effect, a problem for WWE. And I'm thinking... more. Mikey's thinking like, Storyline? No, on TV. I, don't, I don't think storyline. I'm thinking more like administratively and like with you know their talent and who they're going to be able to keep and not keep. I think if Dean Ambrose leaves and he goes to AEW and
1: he flourishes there, the way we were hoping, he that's going to fuck return, up WWE. Oh yeah, Neville's already done in his pocket and all these other since he's come back. It won't right? put him out of business, Cody, but it's going to make
4: him have to do Cody a big Rose, reaction.
1: Cody Rhodes has already had a major. He, he's now running a, like a major wrestling company because of his run. Post-WWE. Cody Rhodes made more money post-WWE than he did with WWE. Nobody
4: thought he was going to do that when he left. But th- me but included. He me included. But uh, agreed. I'm not, I'm not saying that when he left, I was like, all right, he'll be back and in l- a few And years. let me tell you something. As like a guy on the Jericho cruise, he was one of the people on that cruise that I was most excited to see.
1: So- Cody leaving screws WWE overall because it puts them into a narrative to where people can do make major money outside of WWE.
0: Greener, greener pastures.
1: Ne- Neville left because he was unhappy and he's still running shit on the indie scene. Now he's in AEW because he wasn't happy. Like, Ares left and prospered. The Bucks proved – I can't say Ares prospered because Ares ran a couple titles and then – a lot of heat hit him because Yo, everyone's like he's just dude. very fucking difficult to work with. Yeah, dude, that, no one really a lot wants of to that work. That was them. work
4: though. Some of, of, of them was Like work. no, me and Fire from Impact was real. And the Bucks proved uh, uh, that you you can do. But they're not WW Unbelievable I'm not. things without ever going there, with avoiding them.
0: Actually, no, they they, they worked as jobbers. The Bucks. All right, dude. That doesn't count. Say what? The Bucks were jobbers on for WWE at one point.
4: Just because you fucking were at a local TV taping and you jobbed a Val Venus or something doesn't fucking Hello Dean make you a WWE talent. Dean Ambrose leaving,
1: I think, is going to be the biggest her, the biggest
0: fuck up for WWE ever. So you saying Dean so Ambrose right now, um, if Strowman left the company right now, do you think you'll be Dean Ambrose will be more devastating than Strowman leave right now? Yeah, Strowman ain't shit, dude. Wait what? Strowman's not Strowman's not leaving. I'm not saying hypothetically here. So if you, you guys... can't,
1: but no no you can't give me a hypothetical that's not based in facts. I'm telling you based in facts based in everything right now. Dean Ambrose leaving is the biggest thing the fuck WWE of any person that they have let go so far.
0: Period. They built him as this Grand Slam champion and gave him all these accolades. No, not even because
1: of that. Because Dean Ambrose is literally leaving because he's upset with creative. The same thing that every fan is upset with with WWE right now. So because Dean Ambrose, a high-profile wrestler. Look, Neville was high-profile, but he was high-profile to us. He went to 205 Live. You saw him every now and then on Raw. He wasn't featured like WWE has featured Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is literally unhappy, and if he fucking leaves because he's unhappy and he doesn't sign that five-year contract for five million fucking dollars that they're throwing at him, then him leaving and going to any other company, specifically AEW, specifically AEW, will royally fuck the WWE everything. Because then people are like, you know what? The people that WWE is trying to sign, they're going to go, don't need it. Because, look, there's a huge difference with Cody making it better, bigger. Cody got brought into Bullet Club. Bullet Club threw Cody's name up there. Let's be very honest about this. Cody, before he joined Bullet Club, was just a guy wrestling on the fucking indies. Then he hit Bullet Club, ROH champion, so on and so forth. He was put all over being the elite, Right. The Young Bucks flourished they're, they're the they're the marketing geniuses behind their thing. So it's not even Cody that got Cody over. It's the Young Bucks. It's it's both. It's both. Cody's but without that, guy. without the Young Bucks, you, you I will I'm going to 100% say Cody would not be where he is they, right now They they both young Bucks. need each other. I agree. Right. Yes. So then Neville left. Neville did have that run. Didn't need the Bucks, didn't need Cody. He was huge when he showed up in Dragon Gate. Huge. Huge fucking deal. Blowed up the fucking internet, right? Dean Ambrose, a major top guy for WWE, leaves because he's unhappy and then explodes in AEW or the indie scene, mainly AEW. WWE is fucked. Because then people that aren't happy that are in lower level roles are also going to want to leave. And then WWE's signing phase that they're doing, they're going to have to do something major. Now, let me I'm not also saying that this won't help WWE if Ambrose actually leaves. Because then it will put a fucking fire under Vince's ass
0: to where, okay, maybe we really should change. Because they're sure as fuck not changing right now. Which I said, when you asked about it, I, was the, I think I was the only one that said, I don't see change coming here. Let me articulate
4: this in a little bit different light here, real quick, too. What you're saying, Dean Ambrose leaving, everything you're saying, true. He leaves, leaves, signs AEW. That's literally confirming like the seeds that have been planted with Cody and the Bucks and Neville were like a smart marks. Maybe like you know WWE's suffocating their talent. They're 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 shitting on their talent. They're burying people. People are not happy. And you know, and the consensus is like, oh, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You're just being an IW. You know, you're just an internet IWC. wrestling. Yeah, bullshit. You're a smart mark. No, Dean Ambrose leaving and because of all this and, and and doing all that, that says no. You smart marks, you're fucking right.
2: Yeah.
4: WWE's fucking their talent over, shitting on their. You got a fucking top guy that's in. Prime position to make millions of dollars. That's saying fuck your money, dude. Fuck you. I want Mm -hmm. out of here. Fuck you. Yeah. So that's this. It's basically that's. It's like it's like a hallelujah day for the smart marks. We're like we're like yay. Everything we've been saying for years is true. But what question. You know (coughs) that that's basically a confirmation of that.
0: Right. There's the one. There's the one thing that I do question about him about this being a work because like. He's married to Renee Young. And I, I, how does I, this affect I didn't mention her? that earlier. I'll, I'll, it could be work. You know? WWE is petty. They, yeah, <laughs> it's like,
1: they, they, yeah okay. You go ahead, WWE. You I go know. ahead and fuck with Renee Young because Dean Ambrose no, left. They, they do you are, know how many fucking women are going to come out against WWE for that no, type of PR dude, fucking move? They, they are
4: petty, dude. I mean, I'm not,
1: I'm not are saying they're not, but I'm saying uh, if they, they're not going to do shit to I Renee Young. I will cite
4: a specific example China. Brett, Montreal screw job, they killed Owen.
1: <laughs> <conspiracy Whoa. theory. laughs> uh, we're signing off
3: now Damn
1: <laughs> No literally we're, signing, we're, it's, we're at our two hour mark So that's the end of us uh, Ladies and gentlemen uh, One the fucking Rustic Leaf shit was phenomenal yeah. It was the Rustic Whoa. Leafs Amber Really fucking tasty Definitely, that shit's
3: gone.
0: If,
1: if you guys are in the Michigan area You want to go hit Rustic Leaf in, in Waterford Would you like the uh,
0: address? Yeah go ahead and spill it out for us Yeah 7200 Highland Road, Waterford, Michigan. 48327. Would you like the phone number as well? Yeah, drop it all, dog. We got a 248-599-9933. What was that address again? 7200 Highland Road.
1: Nice. Uh that's it for us. Make sure you guys check out Rustic Leaf. It's at Rustic Leaf Brewing Company on Instagram as well. Rustic Leaf underscore Brew on the Twitter. <laughs> and definitely on Facebook the Rustic Leaf Brewing Company if you're in the Michigan area definitely go get some uh, it's not just a brewery they also serve to-go cans you can go get yourself some cans for anything your summer event you're doing boating out in their area fucking go get yourself some goddamn cans it's like getting a Lucy uh, make sure you are res- following Listen us on all it. of <laughs> <laughs> make sure you're following us on all of our social media at BDR cast on everything Facebook Twitter Instagram as well as go to our YouTube subscribe to our YouTube Like all of our videos. Make sure that you're fucking happy with it. Definitely give everything a watch. If you're listening to this live but you've missed anything, it will be on our YouTube Thursday at noon-ish time. This exact video live feed will be there. If you are listening live but you don't want to go to YouTube, podcasts will be up on Apple, iTunes, Podcast, Overcast, wherever you get your fucking podcast. Friday as well. Thank you so much for listening, folks. We are your ring crew.
3: Nick the Dick.
0: Smitty has his new candle actually, BDR, wrong, underscores. That. Yeah, okay. What? what? Yeah, I have a new Twitter handle. I actually updated my Twitter handle for the show. Nobody cares, all right? <laughs> Your
4: current champ, the whole
1: fucking Joe. And me, the all Mikey one, Mikey himself. Thank you again so much for listening, folks. We are out.